0: push play. Sean's trying to address his mic. And guess what? It's the two doofuses you listen to every week. It's Ed and Sean. It's, it's uh, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Welcome to episode 464 of Geeksters.
0: I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hey, Ed, how's it going? Good, good. How are you, sir? Whew, it's been a day. How's it's it? been a week, actually. Holy crap, I had a busy week. Did you? I did. All right. I did. Uh, well, what did you do this weekend? Uh, excuse me, I am adjusting my microphone. I, I realize I am a little too short. I need to be a little bit more in my mouth. It's um, it makes that makes it my chin. Trust me, you are loud enough. You don't even need that. Right, there you go. All right.
1: But uh, I didn't really do too much. Um, I did see a couple <clears throat> movies. I know one you saw. <laughs> I did. Yes. <laughs> this other one you didn't see. Um, you know, being October, and you know, I, I watch movies now every Wednesday right. with Sipon. Um, we picked a, another horror movie. It's a horror comedy movie. It's called Benny Loves You.
0: Right. Benny, B E N N Y? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. And it's about a basically look almost like looks like a ripoff of a Tickle Me Elmo doll. Okay. And it has those like kind of catchphrases. It's like, Benny loves <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. It's <he> <laughs> <laughs> <That's> exactly it. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Benny loves you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, when this kid gets this doll and the mother says that it's going to protect him because he thinks he sees, um, uh, monsters in the hallway when he's going to sleep, right. you know, type of thing. So let me
0: get your Benny. He'll <laughs> keep you protected, I did, right?
1: Ha, ha, I'm gonna murder them all. <laughs> so, so basically, yeah. So that's that's what it was. It was it was it was a horror comedy. Um, it was funny. It was low budget. You could tell, right? Like, but they 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 did spend like most of it went to Benny. I think. Right, right. Yes,
0: it, hey, we got we got a budget. We got to make this puppet work. Right, and <laughs> it, it worked.
1: It did. It really worked really good. well. Um, you know, I I, I do kind of recommend it. Um, it was like four ninety nine on right. The,
0: yeah, it was one of the voodoo specials. Yeah, that's good. why you bought it for five bucks. <laughs> like, ah, yeah, fucking who cares.
1: <laughs> that's right. so it's five bucks. Five bucks. It's a horror movie. Who cares? Like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. You know, I right. have uh, digital dust. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? It's not that <laughs> causing any space here in my house. So. Right. So, it's uh,
0: You're not gonna go look. Okay, Batman. 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 Benny loves you. <sighs> You know, you never, you never, you never see that. You'd be like Batman, 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 and Beetlejuice.
1: <laughs> yeah, now there's rows and rows of Batman as right. I go like, through my uh my, my voodoo account. I'm like, holy crap, I got probably got the that's probably the most of any character I own on a right. on a movie. <laughs> so right. I did that. Um and then um, I, I saw a big movie this weekend. I actually saw it today, so it's fresh in my mind.
0: I saw it last night. Did you? Yes. I'm assuming we're talking about Black Adam. That is correct. Okay. All right. <laughs> that was
1: Tick to Paradise.
0: George Clooney. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Stacey apparently wants to see that. <laughs> uh, and I don't know what it's about, but I know it's got George Clooney and uh, Julia, uh, Julia, uh, Julia, uh, Julia Roberts in it. And they're besties. So, like, all right. All right. Seems like fun. But yeah, I saw Black Adam last night, Ed. Uh, what would you think? I enjoyed it. Okay. I'll be honest. I, there were a couple moments where, like, I'm going to say it this way. When you're doing visual effects, and you're doing computer animated people, the last thing you should do is slow them down. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Because okay. okay. there's a couple of moments, like, um, there's a moment where Black Adam is trying to stop a speeding bullet shoot at a kid. Right. And it's in slow mode to build suspense and I get it because you know he. but the problem is is that you now are trying to take the rock and he's not standing there you you decided to computer animate him mm. I don't understand why if you're doing it in slow-mo I mean this to me seems like a, a, a moment that would have been normal speed maybe in order to do the special effect but when they slowed down the visual effect it didn't look good right um there was a couple moments. Stacy said that she felt like the CGI was a little bit like, eh. and she's like in the beginning it just and she then she had to re- like realize, comic book movie. These people aren't. Nothing's really real. She liked the way Hawkman looked. Mm-hmm. Um, she, <laughs> the, my wife clearly has a thing for older men. Right. And Pierce Brosnan is her Bond, by the way. Yeah. So seeing him, she was like, mm, he aged good. <laughs> 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 I was like. Alright, you know, like, yeah, he did, <laughs> fine, you know, um, I I didn't go and expect it much. I mean, the movie apparently was 15 years in the making, you know, because of all the production stuff and mm-hmm. COVID and... Um, stayed for the bumper, well, the I guess, I'm assuming there's only one bumper. Mm-hmm. Um, I stayed for that, you know, um, I was like, alright, Stacy was a little upset. She's like, why is it got to be him all the time? And I'm like, oh, who knows, I was surprised it was him. Surprise was was him him yeah. Without spoiling it, uh, here's I'll spoil it. It wasn't Shazam. I feel like you should have brought Shazam in. That's but... that was my
1: that was kind of my gripe. I'm like I'm like isn't Black Adam his adversary? That's through, what through the comic was. Book? Yeah
0: yeah. I'm like back then DC didn't have a lot of brains as far as like comic book hero bad villains. It was like our hero looks looks a certain way. So how do we get the villain make him opposite? Right. <laughs> you know it's like reverse flash. Black Adam, Bizarro, you know, Bizarro. It's like, <laughs> like, oh my goodness, you know, Shazam's got the red suit, or the you know, and it's like, oh, what are we gonna do with Black Adam? Give him black, black and yellow, you know, just right. and and uh, now and Stacy couldn't understand because she's like, isn't he a villain? I'm like, he, yeah, he's he's kind of a villain, and I say kind of villain the way somebody would say Magneto is a villain. Mm-hmm. Like Magneto has a certain perspective perspective on the world. And he feels like this is the best way to go about getting achieving that goal. While other people might be like, yeah, but, you know, the classic line in the the movie, you don't kill anybody. Heroes don't kill anybody. Well, I do. Like, you know, like that's how he handles and that's how he achieves peace through fear and intimidation because that's what he believes is the right thing to do. I'm stronger than you. I'm going to keep you in line. Other people are like, you can't you can't, you can't, do that. And so that's where, like, I, and I told her, like, that's why he's kind of like an anti-hero because he wants peace and tranquility, but under his law. Mm-hmm. Not under what people would say just kind of human kindness. Can't we all just get along? He's like, no, none of you can get along, so you're, I'm the fucking boss, you know? Right. <laughs> you know? She's like, oh, okay. and She's like, she understood it because she's like, then why have so-and-so pop up at the end? And I'm like... Because everybody wants so-and-so to punch the other so-and-so. Right. Like, that's the only reason. Even The Rock said the whole reason why we're doing this is so we can get to this point. And I'm like, can't you get to that point with Shazam? He's your bad guy. Right. He's your hero. Like, we had a trailer for Shazam, and I thoroughly enjoyed watching that because I'm mm -hmm. like, it's funny. The Shazam Fury of the Gods looks like a fun comic book movie. Right. Because Zachary Levi is a fun comic book kind of guy. Right. It looks good, you know, and you're sitting in front of Helen Mirren. I'm like, who just at this point now? She's like, yeah, sure. I'll be a bad guy. I'll be a god. Sure, why not? I already I was, am. I've already been. I, I, that's the
1: thing. Like, I, like, like when when I saw Helen Mirren, I'm like uh, in, the, in the in the trailer. In the trailer the trailer, I'm going like finally, like like big actors that when it like it's like I need to I need to be still be relevant. Right. Where do I go? Comic book movies.
0: Yeah, yeah, but she's also in the Fast and Furious franchise. Well, as I say, like right, she's, she's and, at the point she's like,
1: she's like, I can't make great dramas anymore, or I can't because nobody wants right, to invest in them. No, one, no right. one's
0: gonna put my go walking. Like I thought, the Good Liar with her and Ian McKellen was a great drama, but no one saw it. Right. It's a good movie. So in order to be relevant, I mean, her Lucy Liu and I'm like, oh, you know what, you guys, at least her, she does she need it. I mean, if you want to be relevant, yeah, sure. But I also kind of feel like, eh, she's like, fucking who cares? I mean, she was doing it back in with Red. You know, in Red 2. Yeah. Like, you know, so she... She's just like fuck it. She's enjoying her job, and if she's gonna be like, yeah, I want me to be a bad guy, fine. I'll be the mustache twirling meh, 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 meh kind of bad guy. And I'm looking forward to her. Yeah. Just I mean, that looks great. It does. Just look chewing the scenery. Plus, also, again, hometown hero. Now like, we got Flash, we got Shazam. <laughs> Woo! Shazam's our boy. We got we finally have a hometown hero, Ed, That's right. and it's Shazam. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't need a Batman. I mean, yeah, sure, I like a Spider Man, but you know what? I get it. Preserve them for the big city. We get Shazam. I'm okay with that. At <laughs> <laughs> any point, I can be like looking out the window. Shoo! Oh, I was Shazam. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> or shoo shoo shoo. Oh, this the the Adam. I mean the the Shazam family. <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to the Black Adam. I I I liked it. I thought it was it was a good comic book movie. I liked Doctor Fate. I was a little annoyed with Adam Smasher. He kind of got annoying a little uh, bit. Um. Surprised. I was surprised to
1: see Adam Smasher, be honest, because I was the thing I didn't see him at all, and I wasn't really right. following social media in terms of watching because I don't like not that I don't want to spoil it because I really don't care. Like oh, if somebody gives me an article, it's like oh so and so blah blah blah. I'm like oh that's neat. I'm just gonna have to see where it fits in.
0: I, right. I like I, I'll be a whole uh, full disclosure. I was okay missing Black Adam in the theater. I knew I was gonna own it, and I knew I was gonna buy it, and I knew I would have been seen it. I don't. I wasn't expecting. Any kind of like, oh, my God, major bombshell drop is spoiler, with the exception of the bumper. But at this point now, it's been 48 hours. I'm sure the bumper's been spoiled online. It's been, yeah. You're right. So it's like, okay, that's great. I'm sure there's probably going to be, a, a, you know, a, maybe a, a, excuse me, a conversation with Dwayne Johnson. Maybe a conversation with so-and-so. How did this happen? Personally, I don't think so-and-so was actually even there. Right. I, you know, to me, he looked a little animated, you might say. CGI <laughs> A little CGI, <laughs> a, little CGI a little bit. Kind of like, you know, a la like Justice League kind of biting him on the ass kind of thing. (laughs) Anyway, um, like I said, I thought it was fun. I thought it was good. I liked, um, I liked Hawkman. He was fucking great in it. Um, I liked Cyclone. I thought she was interesting. Visually, she was really nice and cool looking. Adam Smash, I thought was kind of fucking annoying. I thought it was funny who his father was. Yeah. You know, I was like, How'd you get him? <laughs> like, was he got like, really? Like, spoiler, the Fonz? <laughs> I thought that was kind of like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, you know, thank Henry Winkler's now in a superhero movie. Yeah. He's the OG M Smasher. Are we going to look at it like a, are we going to get like a moment with him in the suit? Because <laughs> I thought Pierce in the Dr. Fate costume looked beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I was like, Oh, that's really good. Like, And I'm, unfortunately, though, I'm like, Dr. Fate is their version of Dr. Strange. Yeah. So a lot of the fight choreography that he had, the multiple p- versions of himself, I'm going, saw that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was like, but it was still nice to see, you know, and it's kind of cool to see Pearson, you know, in a big action flick again, like, you right. know. You know, I'm, there's got to be a moment behind the scenes where Rock goes, "Just do it, just say it, just once, just once." F- Bond, James Bond, that's what I'm waiting for. Because you know? <laughs> the rocks, you know, got to be a Bond fan at some point. Yeah. You know, um, I enjoyed it. What do you think?
1: Uh, <sighs> no, it, it was it was enjoyable. Don't get me wrong. It was it was. I mean, especially when you said it was 15 years in the making, and you're right, you're going, you know, like I think Rock signed up 10 years ago on mm-hmm. this, and you're going, and it took 10 years for this? It's like you're, you're going, right. wow, like like maybe they should have made it, let it marinate it a little bit longer, right. to, you know, kind right. of thing. Because it's just like, it, it's, it's really, because it's like a couple of times when they before, when I first saw the trailer, I'm going, it, it still bothers me because you're going, you're going, Black Adam's the enemy of... Of Captain Marvel or Shazam or another right, type of thing. Right. So you're it's going, Captain so, Marvel. So it's like having my head wrapped around this, like right, trying to figure right. this out, like type of thing. And then you're going, all right, he's kind of like a bad guy in a way, you know, like kind Right, of right, right, right. So you're going, okay. But then it's just like you watch it and you're going, it wasn't bad. But you're right. Like, this, like you know, I was complaining when Man of Steel was happening <laughs> and I couldn't see the action because it was happening so fast. Uh-huh, and you're right. like, you're like, you blink and you miss like 14 scenes. Right. Like, that's, right. <laughs> this was like. Okay, hey, <laughs> right. I'm like, I... I'm like, they could have, they could have cut this. down <laughs> hour hour off of this movie if they sped it up a little bit more. You guys could
0: have added 20 minutes to the. To the you could have added 20 minutes more of actual acting instead of just waiting for the slow, the slow mo CGI. Like, I get it. He's moving really, really fast, so everything else is really, really slow around him. Got it. You know how I know that? I've seen the Flash. I've seen Superman. I've seen it. I've seen Smallville. Every yeah. time, every time he runs, everything looks slow. I. It's not an odd concept of, oh, we need to establish speed. Fucking uh, Quicksilver. You know, when he's yeah. running through the thing and everything's moving slow and he's kind of moving things around. So when Rock is doing that, when Black Rod, when the Rock is moving like bullets and missiles so that every, you know, to see all of a sudden it starts him tapping the propeller thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm like I've, I've seen that. All right. But now, again, here's the problem is it w- if it wasn't for the other movies already doing it, would this have been more like a, oh that's badass no you know like like if this was the first time seeing it ever done like that, mm-hmm. would you have been impressed yeah maybe maybe not But like I said you've seen it i mean yeah
1: no, it's hard it's hard to say that i mean i want, I want to say no because it was like it wasn't that impressive to see yeah. like like to me the 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 when you saw the the scene in um uh days of future past. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. When, he's when he through runs the... through and he's he changes everybody with the guns and all right. that kind of stuff and touching people and all. And they all collapse at the end when he... When, right, like, when he stops, right. That was impressive. This was kind of more like he's kind of like looking and then reacting and it's a Right, like, well, you know, it's, it's
0: the idea that he doesn't know what's going on because he just woke up right. and he just got, you know, like... So he's a little disoriented, but he knows that I'm under threat and these people are like puny humans type thing. Like, right. what the fuck? Like, I don't understand... I'm a god. I'm gonna crush all he is. I'll be honest. There was a little bit of a twist in in the end that I wasn't. I didn't see like without spoiling it. Black Adam, who Black Adam was and how he became Black Adam, was a little different than the the image that they were painting. Like what I mean is, there's like a little bit of a like a I'm gonna say like a a a switch a roux. Right. And I'm like, oh, I didn't see that coming. So there was like a moment where you kind of see what I would say, um, a reversed Steve Rogers. Okay, 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 okay. okay. All right. All right. okay without yeah. spoiling it, yeah. Yeah. and it was weird going. Oh wow, that really like <laughs> like okay, that's where we're going with that, you know. And I, I thought like everything was was good. I I get his anger, I get his rage, um, you know. I I again i I didn't see like the bumper at the end being at all useful, purposeful. maybe if it was still the Snyder verse, maybe there would have been a reason for it mm. in this one unless you're going like, hey, you know what we're st- he's still around he's still in this universe, and it's gonna be awesome <laughs> you're like all right, but I would rather have seen why couldn't Chiz- why couldn't Zachary Levi be there I mean I- Yes, two different tones, but I would rather have seen Zachary Levi, you know Zachary Levi's I think Shazam, we'll, be a little smart smartassy to him.
1: I think that would, I think that would movie would make it great. I mean, like Thor: Love and Thunder did the same thing; like they had that dark, creepy villain that, uh, uh, what do you call it, played? Uh,
0: um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale played.
1: Right. And you have this goofy side of, right. Thor. <laughs> of Thor, and you're going, and then at the end, they just kind of, like, they did they did their job, you right. know, like, type of thing, and it matched up. And you're going, you could have done that with an Adam, Black Adam, you know, Shazam movie. That that would have been the, the kind of, like, same thing. I know. Great. Like you said, we would lean out and think about. It, we, we've seen it again, like because we saw Thor and Love and Thunder. But you're going, yeah, but there was no sad element to it. Like there wouldn't be. Right, like a- right,
0: you're right. I kind of like going back to Black Adam. It, it, to me, it's like your standard superhero movie. Now at this point, can anybody really wow any audience? Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying that The Rock didn't do a good job. I liked the movie, hands down. I thought I walked out went. All right. If you look at Rotten Tomatoes, critics hate it. People like it. Yeah. Were you entertained? Could you, like, you know, did it did it move a needle? Eh, maybe a little, but not as much as The Rock wants to think it moved it. Yeah. But it did. You're like, oh, okay, well, it looked good. It, it was it was enjoyable. It's a solid movie. It's it, a it, solid it's movie. movie. Like, I, it's two hours. It's a, it's a fast two, two hours and four minutes. I'll
1: disagree with you on that one. It was not a fast two hours. Was, I could feel the two hours. Um, I, Especially I, when it felt like it was resolved, and I'm like, there's no way this is over. And right, I right. watch, and I go, no, it's not. And then, you know... Right,
0: because you have uh, the the MacGuffin right. actually isn't a MacGuffin. Like, the thing that propels the story forward, actually, they go back to that and go, no surprise, it actually comes true. And you're like, oh, we need... Oh, shit, we need the Black Adam here to <laughs> save the day. And you're like, how is this going to turn out? Right. You know, I... Kind of like oh, all right, you guys are actually closing a loop here, and I thought the Doctor Fate thing with Black Adam, I thought that was kind of cool. I, I guess they needed like a part of me is there's this part where spoiler they do something to the Dwayne to Black Adam where he can't say the word Shazam, right. Right? and you know, and he breaks out of prison. But the prison's underwater, which I really was expecting an Aquaman's cameo. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I thought he was there waiting to like bring him in, right. like he was going to some Atlantean jail. But he guess he wasn't. Um, there's a moment where he has he's got to pull this thing off his mouth, you know, right. to be able to say Shazam. And there's. A long hallway with not a lot of interaction that I felt like at any given time, he could have just ripped it off and went, Shazam! Right. And then gone away. But there is this moment that
1: he... <laughs> I think the rocks balls would have dropped by that point.
0: Shazam! And then, boom. <laughs> like, Shazam! Uh, <laughs> Gomer Powell. I don't be pretty yet. You know, Shazam! This is my Gomer pile Shazam! <laughs> <laughs> People are like I don't know who Gomer Pyle is. Look him up. <laughs> Beautiful singing voice, but slam, Um So, like I said, I, I felt like that moment could have been maybe different. Like, why would you need him floating in the ocean? I guess you needed that like dramatic, dramatic kind of like. It's not your time, Papa. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I do have to one. I do have to make one gripe on, on Rock's behalf. Uh-huh. There's a scene where to see the back of his head. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the he, rose rolls are right. fat and yeah, got the, what,
0: do you call it, the, what do you call it? The hot dog rolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Rock. I'm like, hey. we well, could see that. clean that up for him. <laughs> clean that up for him. No, because he's so big and massive, you're like Oh, he's got the he's got those sausage rolls in the back. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> I'm like,
1: you know what? I've never seen the rock in the back of his <laughs> yeah, you know head. So <laughs> now I know why.
0: Rock doesn't bend Rock's not behind anybody. In front of everybody. He's always behind. <laughs> he's looking over.
1: <laughs> 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 um, that's a sight to see. <laughs> that's worth the that's worth the price of the mission right there, folks. Shazam! <laughs> <laughs> um
0: so like yeah, so I thought it was I thought it was enjoyable, but I was like, yeah, you know, what else did you they can like not like I't I say like like did my previews.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, there was a couple like, uh, you know, of course, what kind of forever? Where am I going to see that uh, opening night? Like, we're actually Thursday night
0: before, so right, it's coming up soon too,
1: November tenth, right? Uh, yeah, right. well, will never remember eleventh, but we're going to see it at the tenth.
2: Oh, look at you, got <laughs> tickets early. I, was, I got
1: those tickets before I got Shazam's. Uh, you Black, Black Adams, Adams. <laughs> all right. But you was know, because I was more interested in seeing that one, right? You know, cause especially like the whole thing, you know. I mean I actually shed a tear when I saw oh, the trailer nice. again. I was like, I'm like, oh my God, like okay. I can't believe he's gone. <clears throat> but uh yeah, I mean I'm trying to think. Like it was to me it was just like it was like I, I walked out and I said to my wife, I was like, Well, what'd you think? She's like, Oh, I enjoyed it, it was good, blah, blah, blah. What'd you think? I'm like my expectations weren't met. I mean I have to say that. I mean <laughs> I mean, they weren't like, Oh my god, I'm so disappointed in this movie. Right. But it wasn't like, Oh my my life is now changed Thank right. God! Like this movie oh finally came Oh my God! Yeah.
0: Finally, it's I can't believe I waited this long to see this movie. Like it's it's different. Like a way I kind of put it is I would put it is you like pizza, right? Yeah. There's certain pizzas that's really really good, and there's certain pizza that's not so good. But overall, you like pizza, and it's a good pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a decent pizza. It's a decent pizza. You're like. Hey, you know what? I mean, it's a superhero movie. I've seen there's some really good superhero movies out there, and there's some not-so-good superhero movies out there. This one was a decent superhero movie. It wasn't, like, the pinnacle of the greatest, and it wasn't the worst of the worst, you know? I, and I, I'll be honest with you. Not
1: not that, you know, Doc Knox, yes, Adam Spassner, I don't even know what the other character, the tornado. Cyclone. Cyclone. Yeah, I
0: thought it was going to be, like, a, a red tornado type thing, but I thought her character visually looked cool. I was to think, fuck him, you didn't need him
1: right <laughs> <laughs> not say they were they were they were added they think as if they weren't even the trailer and I, I was like when I saw them I'm like oh great there's some more superheroes right this is gonna be interesting and you're going right. oh the thing and then I'm going there was there's a better roster they're like yeah, like I mean you like, it's
0: the justice society league or whatever you're going okay Hawkman gotcha um you could have maybe moved in Hawk girl yeah like you could have made them the married couple carter and his wife you know but uh, no you didn't I'm surprised people didn't get confused with him calling him Kent. Like, you know, yeah. like Dr. Fate. I'm like, okay, Dr. Fate, I get. Sure, why not? The two of them as a duo going to figure out this thing. It was surprising to see, spoiler, Amanda Waller in it. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so she's still in the universe, at least... They filmed it so like you know 15 years ago she was you know bigger well, more into it well that's the
1: thing like even the wizard from shazam is in black adam yes. right he's one of the wizards right. so you're going so it's like there's all these puzzle pieces that kind of puts this bigger universe right. together but you're going i'm kind of disappointed because you're 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 focusing on one one end of the the spectrum right. and you're going great it's great and all but you're not doing well that way let's go this way right like, like you, know, you didn't
0: like, like you had this Justice League, Justice Society, but you kind of like, yeah. Why is that? Because all the A players were too busy doing other things, right? Like, why did you have so and so pop up at the end as a favor to Amanda Waller? Why would he do any favors for her? <laughs> right. See what I'm saying? Like yeah. that part me was like, I don't. Why would you do that? Unless it tied into, you know other movies where you're like, oh, okay, you know, he's back. Yay. And then have him appear in this movie. Yay. You know, like, I would have been more, like, I would have been less surprised if I saw Batman standing there. Because a Batman has had actually uh, an interaction with Amanda Waller Mm. in the, what do you call it, the Suicide Club? So he knows about the the Suicide Club, (laughs) the Suicide Squad, you know. He knows all about it. He knows what a... We we got a secret handshake and everything. (laughs) He knows about the Suicide Squad. He knows all about it. Because he's Batman, right? So you'd figure if anybody would show up, it would be him. Yeah. You know, like a man who's like, hey, we got this... you know, Waller, we got this thing. You want to go over and put... And Batman probably would have said, fuck you, I'm human. Go kiss my ass. Like, but it was just like... I just would have liked to see... You know, Shazam, Papa Moussa you know, clearly we have something in common. Right. You know, like, you know, just make a joke about it. You got a lightning bolt. I got a lightning bolt. We must be friends. Yeah. Can't we just be friends? Like, hey, look, I'm just asking. You stay on your side of the world. Don't cause any trouble. I'll stay on my side of the world. I, you know, we, if we don't cause no trouble to each other, I ain't got no beef with you yet. You got no beef with me. Let's try to keep it that way. Mm. Keep your nose clean. We ain't got nothing to worry about. Right. You know, and and... Bing, Peace bang, out. Peace out. You're not going to, you know, special word to you, bro. Boop, boop. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say because if I say it, I turn back into a 13-year-old boy. <laughs> you know? I bet you. I'm, why don't you say it? Let's see what you look like. You know, like. Or he might go, hey, look, I'm just like you. And he says, you know, Shazam. And then he turns into a 13-year-old boy and tries to maybe connect as a lack of a better term, father-son type deal. Right. You know, like I'm looking up to you as like maybe we can work together and be something and, you know, and have more of a special bond and then Adam just go like, no, fuck you. You don't, I don't know you. You don't know me. Don't come, don't assume you know anything about me, boy, you know? <laughs> boy. Or I'll knock you and that stupid grin of yours back to Philly. <laughs> <laughs> You come up in my town, start throwing some shit around. Fuck you! Take your tasty cake loving ass back to your hometown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you may be a real fucking superhero, but that city still loves a fictional fighter. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, like I said, I, 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 you. Apparently, you seem to like enjoyed it, but you're like. Yeah, it's on, a, like, on a scale of 1 to 10 now you'd probably give it about a 6 yeah 6 was the oh! magic number yeah, I think that would be the correct number I, I, would, I would have given it more like a, a seven and a half. Okay, like I ok only because I'm like eh, you know what I'm as a rock fan I,
1: th- I think if rock wasn't in it it would be a three oh, oh yeah it would have been two. horrible I,
0: you can't yeah you need him and his hype machine to help that movie. Right. You can't be like, hey, look, everybody, Vin Diesel's Black Adam. You were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just thinking, big, bald guy. <laughs> I would see that train wreck. Like, and ladies and gentlemen, Black Adam is Dave Batista. I might have seen that one. Or, like, <laughs> that would have gone to four, maybe. Right. You know, like I just, you know, you need the rocks machine, ladies and gentlemen. Black Adam, portrayed by Kevin Hart, <laughs> eleven. That would have been eleven out of or, ten. Or, or it would have been funnier when Black Adam says Shazam. He turns into Kevin Hart. <laughs> 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 That to me would have been That's the That's the, That's the. the joke That's the part When you're doing The spoof movie Yeah You have Black Adam Come in and he says Shazam And then there's <laughs> Kevin Hart
2: Kevin <laughs> Hart
0: <laughs> What I'm small That's right When I say this magic word I get big What's the problem <laughs> Watch this Shazam <laughs> Then there's the rock <laughs>
2: oh yeah it would have been great <laughs> uh, so
1: what else did you watch I, I, well I was it all I watched but uh, I did pick up things obviously I picked up Bullet Train was uh, oh, okay. the you know, oh, movie was of the week You know, oh is sort of that it and then uh, I picked well, up a few movies oh boy did you ever uh, I only, I, I know I had this on DVD but I upgraded to Blu-ray because it also was digital copies uh-huh. of all the Predator movies oh so, I did oh, that. so all the Predator
0: movies oh yes. four movie collection and
1: then the next four is uh, I every once in a while I go to these websites like there's a uh, Hamilton books and they have some some good deals on on some movies so I picked them up for like okay. four bucks three bucks sure, a you sure. know, type thing so I got a, a Valentine the Dark Avenger
0: okay I see that every once in a while on, vo- on Voodoo for like five bucks all right and so in
1: that one uh, this one looked interesting it was kind of like a Mad Max uh kind of reminded me of Tanker a little bit but I, I mean thing I haven't seen it yet but I'm I'm kind of interested in it it's got a lot of stars and it's called Bounty Killer. It's about a corporations taking over the world. And, of course, they're shutting out the, the, the humanity and stuff like that. So, I, you know, they have, they have to send out these bounty hunters to kind of, you know, rectify things.
0: Okay. So, all right. So, so, so okay. So, the, there's the q brunette. I'm assuming it, that doesn't look Christina Loken, though. Yeah. Uh, that's probably Eve Jeffries. Yeah. It's not Beverly D'Angelo. And Gary Busey. Ho! Ho! The Road Warrior meets Kill Bill. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Blu-ray DVD Voodoo digital copy so it says Voodoo yeah it's it, it,
1: it didn't work I was trying I'm trying to figure really? it out yeah cause it's I, I it's like a promo code or something like that oh. and I typed it in and it says it was invalid or oh, something wrong that so. what Thanks. else you get uh, Godzilla the 2014 oh. I didn't have it it's had it there was a steel book oh and I think it's four bucks oh it's dead oh it's dead it's dead yeah
0: son of a bitch that's a nice steel book yeah I would I would buy the steel book nice oh look at a good little thing
2: <gasps> yeah!
0: There you go. That works.
1: <laughs> Shazam! <laughs> and finally, finally, I picked up. I don't know why I picked this up. There was something in my head at the just time. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't care. There, right? It's called London Fields Seduction Fan Fatale starring
0: Amber Heard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> apparently she's like some seductress that uh, that Walmart Select yeah it was in Hamilton books you know for I think it was I think it was like three bucks you know I'm thinking hey find not for three
0: bucks you it's know it's based it, on the best selling novel apparently it's uh, um, Clairvoyant Femme Fatale Nicola Six played by Amber Heard has been living with a dark premonition of her impeding death by murder. She begins a tangled love affair with three uniquely different men. Maybe that's the reason why you get murdered. One of whom she knows will be her murderer, Nicola Six. Why'd you put her name? Oh, because they put it in French. (laughs) So it has Johnny Depp in it? (laughs) So when I saw it, I was like... That's weird because he's not on the front cover. Yeah. But he's on the back. Amber Heard, Billy Bob Thornton, Jim Sturgis, and Johnny Depp. Oh, look at Johnny. Johnny, they, did, did you see what they did to Johnny in this movie? They kind of scarred him up. He looks like Goofy and he's got a fake nose on. I'm like, oh, of course he does. <laughs> I wonder if it's just a walk-on. Everyone wants her. Someone wants her dead. Maybe
1: that's how they met.
0: No, they met on um, The Rum Diaries. Oh, okay. uh, the reason why I know that is because I watched that shitty, uh, tubey, Documentary, or video, show, whatever we want to call it—the the docu, docudrama, yeah, right? The Ooh, they they Amber Heard, De- De- her Depp trial, <laughs> then,
1: right. then I bought, I did the the two dollar deal if you scan the barcode. I did a bunch of these. Oh, okay. Uh, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within, Liar, okay. Liar, Lizzie Borden took an axe. Okay. Uh, recently, Christine Ritchie becoming one of my favorite actresses. <laughs> Just becoming show <laughs> sure is one of my favorite actresses. Uh, Mr. Baseball, Loaded Weapon One, Point Break, and Spartacus, and Stand and Deliver. I did purchase Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie, five bucks for five bucks. Uh huh. And um, <laughs> that darn cat, because <laughs> Christina, <laughs> okay,
0: coming to Christina Ricci, well, that phone. So, okay, there you go. So that's, that's my. It? That's
1: all my digital. That perks. is it.
0: That's surprising. That's surprising, Ed. Why is that surprising? I'll get to that. I'll tell you why that's surprising. Okay. All right. Um, let me tell you. because I too, Ed. Went down a, a, a purchasing well. Okay. Um, it started... <clears throat> I've seen all three Halloween movies, by the way. Halloween, uh, right. Halloween Kills, and Halloween Ends. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right? Um, this past... I think we talked about on the show. Jamie Curtis is doing the promotional tour for Halloween Ends. Right. And something about her promo, promo tours, because maybe I follow on TikTok. I'm also been a fan. Made me kind of excited to see the movie. All right. But in order to see that movie, I feel like I should have seen the other two movies. We talked about how I found them, right. you know. And I saw so I'm like, you know what? This week, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch Halloween, Halloween Kills. I did that Tuesday. Wife went off to work. She left early, like around eight o'clock. And I was like, okay, it looks like me and the dog are going to watch Halloween. And by the time ten o'clock was de- there, first movie was in the in the wheelhouse. All right. I'm like, all right, let me go get something to eat. Watch the second one. Watch the second one. Then I'm like, okay, you know what? Two down, one to go. I heard it's on Peacock. Is it on Peacock? It totally is. How much? Ten bucks for the month? Here's my ten dollars. Uh-huh. And I was like, let me watch. I got the trilogy done in a day. Wow. Um, Here's my here's my thoughts on it. Okay. I liked the first one. Okay. I thought it was good. I was like, all right. Second one was like, eh, all right. I mean, I, it, the problem with the second one, spoilers, there's not a lot of Jimmy Lee Curtis in it. Because what they did with this this Halloween movie is they created an alternate timeline Uh where Michael Myers gets caught at the end of the first Halloween movie. Okay. Okay. The the very 1978. Uh So this movie takes place 40 years later. Okay. All right. So and he is you know you know captured and you know shit pops off as it has to you know so the first movie I thought was good it was well it was and it's written by Danny McBride, the comedic guy, the guy who played, uh, you know, he's in... Um, uh,
1: in Bound and Down, or he's Bound and movie. Down. He's Bound
0: and Down. He's, you know, if you saw his face, you go, oh, my God, it's the guy from, Th- you know, he's a special effects guy in um, Tropic Thunder. Right. Him and a couple other people wrote the script, and, then, um, and they took a, an interesting turn of, like, well, what would have happened, and that's what got everybody kind of, even John Carpenter's in it. John Carpenter and his son... And another guy do the music for the movie, uh-huh. so you're like, and they kind of do a, a new version of the, the traditional theme, but still keeping it in the tra- traditional vein. And it was like, it was more like an alternate universe type story. Like, what if Michael got caught, and this is this f- continuation of that first story, which got Jamie Lee Curtis interested in it. That's in it, and it, and that first movie, really, really good. Second movie though, it was all right the reason why it was all right, because this one kind of does, how does the Michael Myers situation, because it was in a small town, how does it affect the rest of the town? Because Laurie is actually laid up in a hospital, because she survives the attack from the first movie. But she's in the hospital. So now you have a group of people who have survived the story of Michael Myers, because like in the first movie, you got the kids that were being babysat, they're still alive, you know, so how does this affect the town? Uh-huh. So now you have more of a, you might say, confront your fear moment because Michael Myers is supposed to be the embodiment of fear itself. First movie was you try running from your fear because Laurie kind of goes into hiding. Uh-huh. Second movie is more like, you know, facing your fear because what happens is now because of it's still the same night, uh-huh. the town tries to go after Michael. Okay. You know, so you're like, all right. So now here's like a, a hunted man type thing. You're trying to hunt a wild animal, you know, so to speak. Right. You know, the interesting part is, is that it doesn't really focus on you know Jimmy Lee Curse, but she's in it, and it doesn't. It, you know, the there's a her daughter and her granddaughter are in it, uh, and it, it's it's it ends kind of neat and kind of cool. Third movie, I'll be honest, it was all right. It wasn't great. I can see why some you know fans are mad at it because what they did in this movie was more of a face your fear type thing, like uh-huh. accept your fear, you know. Like be, be you know. So there is like a an, there is an end to this story uh-huh. without spoiling it. I'll tell you if you care later. Yeah. Um, but there was not a lot of Michael Myers in this version. Uh-huh. So I think people were like you. You kind of. Double down on the we're going to tell a Halloween story without two of the main players in it. First, you take away Jamie Lee Curtis's character in the second movie, but then you kind of double down on the third movie. You don't have Michael Myers much in it. Right. You know, and he's not in it a lot. In fact, you know, but there's still some murders and stuff without going into too much. Sure. But the problem is that um, <clears throat> because the town went after him and he, he's he been laying low for like four years, mm-hmm. Michael Lee couldn't find him, but something happened a year after. The when the town went after him, everything happens in 2018. In 2019, something happens to a uh, a kid, a child right. that involves another person. That person gets blamed. You know, it was an accident, but now the town hates him. But they still are kind of blame um, Jamie Lee Curtis about it because it's this town's cursed because of you and right. Michael Myers. Everything, and because no one could find Michael, that he was like a good scapegoat. So now it's now 2022, four years later, you know, right. and 19, 20, 21, 20, yeah, three and a half, four years later, shit's going off, and you're like, oh, okay, that's where. But the town still doesn't like Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, every, yeah, sure, everything's fine, but is it? You're still fucking around. Every time something bad happens, we blame you know it's 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 you know the curse of Michael Myers, it's the curse of Laurie Strode. Right. You know, even though she's trying to pick up her life and move on, you know, in but. She picks up and moves on in the same fucking town. Why don't just fucking leave the town? (laughs) You know, like you know, and it it was it was okay. Problem is now I'm stuck buying the third movie because I had the first two. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I guess I got to get the third one yay <laughs> you know? that makes you laugh because
1: last week that's one of the things you were saying because you were talking about this outside uh-huh. and you're going I hope the third one doesn't suck and I you know, so, right.
0: uh, I didn't to me as a not a non-horror fan uh, these all three felt very more thrillerish. like mm-hmm. you know not, not thriller, thriller it was more like while <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, well, there's blood and there's gore and there's horror aspects to it it was there was there no real jump scares it felt like a very like Typical 70s, 80s slasher flick. Right. Which to me, I'm like, ah, I've seen these before. It's no big deal. I wasn't like, you know, holding the log going, I'm scared. I'm so scared. I <laughs> S- slept like a baby that night. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like up going, oh my God, I hope Michael Myers doesn't get me. Do, 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 Oh my God. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not that, I'm not that way, you know. Um, But I also made a shit ton of purchases, Ed. shit ton. A shit ton. <clears throat> okay, so because it's Halloween, a lot of, more of the spooky movies are coming out. Boo, boo! So we talked about uh, this. Is what I bought this week. I bought The Hunger, David Bowie. Okay. Oh, uh, Susan Sarandon vampire movie, American Psycho. Okay. Street Fighter, the Legend of Chun Li, the unrated version. <laughs> 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 That's a Christian Kirk. I, um. What's his face? Um, oh, the big guy who played. Um, <sighs> shoot, I can't think of his name. Uh, he passed away. Was the big African American guy was um, Kingpin in the Daredevil movie? Michael ah, Clark Duncan. Right. He uh, he's in it. It's one of the the only time you see Vega in it. I'm ah. like, all right, all right, I'm a fan. Um, I did buy physical media. I bought the 30th anniversary steelbook edition of Wayne's World because I realized I didn't have it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, and it was a steelbook. I'm like, all right. Um, I also bought um, – digitally, I bought Death on the Nile because I have Death um, Murder on the Orient Express. Death on the Nile is like the sequel. Got companion you. piece. The
1: companion.
0: <clears throat> Again, five bucks. These are five bucks movies, by the way. Right. Um, I also picked up National Treasure 2 because I had National Treasure 1. I got to have the sequel, you know. Right. Picked up Wolf with um, Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer. Wow. Great movie. Five bucks. Can't fucking mean it. It's a great movie. James Spander in it. Awesome, right? Yeah. And this is where I'm like I'm surprised that you didn't add on to your five dollar list the Highlander series. I did buy it. Oh, you didn't mention it in your thing. No. Oh, okay. No, I I, I I bought it I bought it
1: later. I think that like that next day or something like that. Uh, okay it was right right we're
0: still five bucks because I um um to give you some back every Tuesday I go through voodoo and I go okay what can I spend five bucks on and I was just casually clean. and um as a Highlander fan I'm always waiting for the TV show to be like come on air I have them on DVD I'm like eh, whatever whatever four ninety nine I'm like Whoa? is this right because then I'm looking at season one four ninety nine I'm like season two I'm like. And it's all weirdly enough. It's like, well, they're also free to watch too. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, yeah, but it's five dollars. It's five dollars. The whole series, the whole series. <laughs> not not just it's not, not just season, one season. season. It's the whole seven years of Highlander. Oh, five fucking bucks. <laughs> I I never thought it would go
1: below $18. I, well, I was circling around thinking about buying it at 18. The neck was like
0: 25 and it was, like it would. It there would, was that one moment where it was like 20 bucks and a part of me was like, "Oh, 20 bucks. A little steep for a TV show that I like, but I don't know if I'm going to go back and revisit it." You know, eh, oh well, I guess you know, it'll be it'll be on the wish wish list like right. the you know, like uh, I would say once in a blue moon cell like right. kind of would come around like maybe I'll get lucky and f- catch it on on super duper sale. I caught it on super duper sale five fucking dollars. So of course I have to text Ed going look what I found. You know. <laughs> why well,
1: I this thing? because I actually texted you first. Right. Because the extended version of Spider Man No Way Home Right Drop this week and it's only fifteen dollars. Right. So I was like, I'm like, did you know about this? Like, did you see this?
0: And you're like, no, but check this out. Right. Well, my first instinct was like, no, it's probably because you didn't I didn't know if you even knew that this movie existed. And I was like, Well, they did just re-release the it's the longer, more fun cut, that's what they were calling it Man. in theaters. So I'm assuming I'm like, I assume that this is the extended cut that everyone was talking about that was re released in September. I, was, I looked at it and I checked it out. I'm like yeah but all the special features are exactly the same as it is on the other version there's nothing added to it so, except for the fact that it's 11 minutes longer right. and I'm like couldn't that have been like something you just added like to the like up, you updated the voodoo and like hey here's this like here's a special edition one because it, you already owned this version right like couldn't you just get, you know no you had to leech another $15 out of people I didn't buy it i did not buy it you know, okay. i'll that's one i'll be like eh, maybe when it hits five bucks because i don't care about the 11 minutes you okay. know, I, I don't all right. okay you know it's supposed to be the more fun version so i'm like oh okay so there's more yuck yucks but whatever yeah. you know um so i when you sent that to me i'm like oh you know what it's tuesday i'm like i guess that's that's what it is let me go check it out and then that because i was i was watching it was tuesday so i was watching the halloween movies yeah And I was like, all right, well, let me go, let me just peruse through voodoo now that I'm here. And that's where I stumbled upon, you know, the Highlander. And I instantly bought it. Yeah. You know, I was like $5 bought, sold, done. I mean, I bought it without even blinking. I was like, 5 bucks (laughs) sold, you know.
1: Yeah, because I texted back. I'm like, I'm like, did you get it? He's like, Oh yeah, duh. <laughs> I, I
0: sent him a photo of the check mark. You bought this, and I was like, Duh! <laughs> like it's five dollars. You gotta be a simp not to do that. <laughs>
1: Because like, yeah, I'm honest, I was like, I was back and forth about it. But you're going right. It's like it's five dollars for the whole thing. Like, how I, do you not buy it for five dollars Like I'll ne- probably never watch that series again, maybe. Right. You know right. unless somebody's yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. it I'm like, oh, I just in luck, I have it. Well, digitally that I can bring it up real quick and show you this episode or whatever.
0: How many episodes are in the Highlander TV show? 119 episodes, all right? Yeah. So let's just do some quick math here, Ed, cuz you know I like this. 119 divide that by 4.99 equals that is almost 24 cents an episode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Durr>!
0: <laughs> like that's to me a no-brainer.
1: Right, it is. And it's say But you go, you sit there and you're going do I really want to buy this? Like, like after a while, like you, you, you oh. you're 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 him and on about it. you're going. How can you not buy for five bucks? Like,
0: right. Like, I, when I go through Voodoo, I'm always like, eh. Like, do I want this one? Like American Psycho. I was like, I like that movie. I have the unrated version. I don't know how many times I've seen it, but I've seen it enough times to go. I don't know if I want a, a digital version of it, but I'm me, it. Is like, what's five fucking dollars? Who cares? Right. You know, and it's the unrated version, and you kind of like you start watching it. I what I'll do is I'll see the price and then I'll watch the trailer and then I'll if I feel some type of way after watching the trailer I then might make the purchase
2: right
0: <clears throat> if I see a price and I'm like yeah okay whatever and I keep moving I'm not really that interested I didn't think I was going to get Death on the Nile either because every time it was like a bundle and the bundle was like $15 I don't know if that was a mistake because Murder on the Orient Express is like $5 mm. I was like well I like that movie and I did and I like, I did like Death on the Nile I was like, I just didn't go out and buy it yet. And apartment's like, do I want to? Do I not want to? Oh wait, look here it is $15, 5 bucks. Click. <laughs> it was like, all right, you yeah. um, know, the Wayne's World in the mall that I work at, Fye is closing up. Oh, they are. They are, but right now they're cash only. So I'm like, well, fuck you. I'm not going to. And when I went there that the other day the gates were down and the lights were off like they weren't closed closed I just feel like the, everyone who works there is like well I don't give a shit what time I go in we're closing anyway right because later that day some people that I know did actually go shop there so I went across the hall to Barnes & Noble and that's where I saw that the um, the Wayne's World thirty was 30% off at 20 bucks and I'm like you know what it comes with a digital copy. It's a steel book. I'm not real thrilled about the steel book. It's the movie poster, but around them, it's like you know the phrases that are in the movie because mm. it's a 30th anniversary. Like swing, you like you like, like all right, whatever. <laughs> but I'm like, tink tink, steel book. I'm all in. Digital right. copy, totally in. I, and I do like Wayne's World. Yeah, it did destroy Bohemian Rhapsody for me for now, definitely at the time. I love that song. Dan, 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 you know the headbanging part. Yeah, I'm like, I like the song, but now every time I. See See, I it, that song got so overplayed that now it's like I don't want to hear that song. Click, you know, like uh, it, okay. It's the way I feel about "Pour Some Sugar on Me" by Def Leppard. I've heard it, it nauseum so many times and that I'm just like, yeah. If there's so many other songs out there, I remember.
1: I remember "Pour Some Sugar on Me" like watching it on MTV and they had like the top like ten uh-huh. videos or something like that, and it was like number one for like weeks in weeks uh-huh. and you just watched it and you watched it like me and my brother would sit there and watch MTV right. and just you know it would go through that and then like there would be changes in the thing and then I mean, right. number one again is pour some sugar on me like,
0: and I'm like what about fooling what about photograph what about all these other great songs <laughs> like now looking like when you're now go, playing on the oldies they just go right for pour some sugar on I me mean, I'm like every aspiring stripper right now is enjoying herself right. like yeah I'm just like I've seen it I've seen it in con- I've seen it in concert like Twice, you know them doing it live in front of me, going yeah, and that was in the eighties. I'm like, all right, that's when the sh- song was like, yeah, that's awesome. Then as an adult, I've gone to strip clubs. I'm like, oh yeah, this is awesome. Like I'm seeing some girl shaking boobies, like pour some sugar on me, yeah, okay, baby. And then now, now it's like, well, I'm listening to the radio. It's like, oh, we're gonna have Def Leppard on, pour some sugar on me. I'm like, is this? It's not their only hit, folks. Like, come on. Like, you know? <laughs> it's their best hit. Oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> blasphemy. blasphemy. Um, I also did watch some movies, too. Okay. Besides the, the, what do you call it, the three Halloweens. I watched um, Once Bitten. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess it was in the Halloween movies. I guess that was all I did watch. <laughs> 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 I guess it was more in the buying stuff than in the watching it. Yeah. Uh, I think like Wednesday, I was probably video gaming. But yeah, uh, Hunger, Highlander, Street Fighter, Wayne's World, uh, Death of the Nile, Death of the Nile, tra- National Treasure 2, Wolf. Did I get anything else? I don't think I bought anything else. I don't, you know, I mean, it's, it's nice because it. I can just go to my Fudu account right now. I didn't go. Right. Hey. That's hard. Like, <laughs> like like let me just go check my memory here because uh, I did have to update my payment information because I got a new card, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit! I bought you know Top Gun, you know comes out in, in about a week and a half. I gotta make sure I get the steel book edition from Walmart." You know, <laughs> <laughs> of course, tapping in the exit, nothing. Um, I said like that's I think my my week. I don't All I don't think I did anything else. Um, okay, well. <laughs> I've got some embarrassing stuff to talk about as you know the wife and I play Fortnite yes okay so um, Friday I think it was um, or I think it was Thursday (laughs) I buy skins for no reason if it like last night I bought they have an Ash Williams skin Mm -hmm. makes sense runs around with a shotgun I'm in totally right two days ago the Black Adam skin came out bought it (laughs) right
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: so it's more funnier it's funnier if we would have done the show before I saw the movie because um, my boss comes in he's my district manager and he's like hey Sean did you, you know, see Black Adam yet I'm like nope but I bought the Fortnite skin <laughs> 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 and he's like rolls his eyes he's like really I was like yeah it's the rock running around he's got the cloak on. You know, if you, you, you get the whole, you can just buy him as a person. Uh-huh. And I was like, no, you need it. He's got like this little emote where he sits on the throne and he does, like he, I'm waiting for the moment where he sits on the throne it doesn't come to the end of the movie where he does a thing with the hand and he's like, how's it feel? And he's like, it's, uh, you know, and blows up. He doesn't do that part of All the right. emote, but he at least floats up and then sits down into the chair and kind of like, does the thing with his hand to get the electricity to crackle and I'm like, There it is! That's my meme! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <it's> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so Stacey said I haven't played for I'm playing PGA golf. Okay. Did I tell you about, about that?
1: Yes, you did. You talked, talked about it last week.
0: Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, so I was getting some you know action in there. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm doing okay. Not doing, you know. Not.
1: What was the embarrassing part? Was that? Was it? What was the
0: embarrassing part is the fact that I bought the, we call it the the rocks we call it the Black Adam skin for Fortnite. Is that I am still playing Fortnite, Ed? I. What are you twelve? Apparently, because <laughs> I'm a twelve year old with access to actual money. Yeah, that's a problem to me because I'm like when I remember when I first started playing, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not spending a fucking dime. Now here I am, like last night, oh, I'm spent to spend thirty dollars for V Bucks. Yeah, that's it. You know why? Because I don't have enough to buy the Ash Williams skin. I could just spend $8 and get just enough to cover Ash Williams. But you know what? There's going to be something new tomorrow. So why don't I just buy a bunch of V-Bucks and spend wisely? <laughs> or buy a bunch of V-Bucks, blow them at your ass, and then just buy more tomorrow, Sean. You know why? Because it's 20 bucks here. It's 8 bucks there. No one cares. Your bills are paid. <laughs> You know, your car hasn't been repossessed, you know, you got a full belly, gas in the car, you know what, I'm going to buy The Rock. Oh. <laughs> you know, and then I also have the John Cena, you can't see me thing, so I'm going to have The Rock go, da, 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 you know.
1: Great visual for the podcast. Right. Yeah.
0: Everyone knows that John Cena's You Can't See Me with the, the hand in front of the face. They gotta be able to hear the, like, oh my God, Sean sounds like he's like, going walking through a robot. Like, oh my God, it's a fan. Uh, <laughs> you can't see me. So you got The Rock doing, you know, Dress as Black, guy I'm doing You Can't See Me. <laughs> Stupid shit that I'm doing. I'm, like, I'm, I'm keeping myself amused. <laughs> it's all that matters. So... With that being said, Ed, I have no clue what's coming out on Blu-ray DVD this week. I sometimes look like I know, not this week, but I believe it's next week. Um, it's you know Maverick, and I pre-, pre pre-ordered that.
1: That is correct. That is that is definitely going to be like I think I I got some different reports about that one. It's either coming out Monday the thirty first or. Tuesday the first. Either way, it's coming Tuesday. My delivery
0: day. said it's going to be delivered on the thirty first. Now yeah. that might just be because it's it's you know uh, maybe coming out on that Tuesday. But, yeah, Maverick on Halloween. I don't know. <laughs> it seems a little weird, but all right.
1: Uh, I guess the big week, uh, big movie this week would be uh, Nope is coming out this week. Oh okay. Uh, the Jordan Peele movie, and then there's going to be a Jordan Mil- Jordan Peele move- three movie collection, which is Nope, Us, and Get Out. Okay. Are the three movies. Okay. Too bad I
0: can't stay, baby. Uh,
1: <laughs> this one I thought I I, I didn't even know it was coming out, but apparently um, there's a sequel to Ronin Forty Seven. It's called Blade of the Ronin Forty Seven. Why would they make a sequel to? A I don't know, Ronin but <laughs> but here it is, kids. Right. It's Coming out this Tuesday. Okay. All right. Uh, there. Uh, then no, well, let's go to the my favorite part now of the show. What's coming out on 4K? <sighs> to see
0: if oh you know what? I I forgot I did watch one more thing. Did you? I watched Clerk. Clerk. Yeah. It's the uh do- documentary about Kevin Smith. Right. Very interesting, very fun. Uh and that's all. Okay. You move on. You don't even have to put that down in notes.
1: <laughs> you don't have to put that down. You don't have to
0: write that you down. down. Alright, here comes the
1: four K's you ready? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Dressed to Kill is getting a four K, it's that Briar De Palma film. Okay. I uh. mean
0: yeah, all right. I mean I, I I've never seen it. Okay. But I heard it's a, it's it's a classic. Okay.
1: Uh Children shouldn't play with the dead with things is coming the out. Children should play with dead things? Yes.
0: Okay. The
1: I, Last Detail is also coming out in 4K. What's that? I think it's an old movie. If, uh, All right. Let me see if I... Ugh.
0: Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Whatevs!
1: Yeah, it's an old... It's a I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, 1973. I think it uh, has started... Uh, uh, Little known actor of, uh, what's his name? Uh, Let me have to bring this up real quick because I can't think of his name. (laughs) (laughs) Jack Nicholson. Oh, okay. Jack Nicholson, 1973 pick. There you go. All right. Uh, Let's go back to here. Uh, The uh, Quiet Days in Clitchy is getting a 4K release. That's an old movie. I know that one for sure is getting another. uh, That's a 1970 film. So, here you go. And finally, in the 4K release, the usual suspects is getting a 4K release. All right. All
0: right. I mean, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, what's coming out for TV is uh, Titans: The Complete Third Series is coming out. Okay. And Hogan's Heroes: The Complete Series is coming out on Blu-ray. Oh, all right. So yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> so that is it for um, movies and TV. Let's move on to video games. Uh Garbage Pale Kids, Mad Mike and the Quest for Steak Gum, developed by Retro Entertainment Digital and I'm uh, sorry, Retro Enter Let me try that again. Retrotainment. <laughs> Retrotainment. Right, Ta- right. Ta- Whoa, Retrotainment. That's it. Retrotainment Digital Eclipse is uh, p- developed and published by I am a bit Present. I am 8-bit presents. It's coming out for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And that's coming out the t- Tuesday the 25th. Then we have Set Saturn Rural. Saturn, I don't know what it is. Sat, I'm sorry. Saturn, Saturn Alaya is what the game <laughs> is. It's for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SNX, Switch, and PC. That's coming out Thursday the 27th. Then we have Signalus developed by Santa Re- Ring... Some of these names, right? I'm like, you uh,
0: to are struggling today, Ed.
1: Yeah, developed <laughs> by Santa Rihanna and published by Santa Rihanna. I oh, was just done both. Okay, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. That's coming out Thursday, the 27th. Then we have Star Ocean: The Divine Force, developed by tri uh, developed by Triace and published by Square Enix for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One. Xbox Series, SX, PC, and that's coming out Thursday the 27th. Then we have Bayonetta 3, developed by Platinum Games and published by Nintendo for the Switch, and that's coming out Friday the 28th. All right. Then we have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, developed by Infinity War, <laughs> Infinity War and published by Activision for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SX, and PC. It's coming out Friday the 28th. Then we have Resident Evil Reverse, uh, developed and published by Capcom for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Then we have Resident Evil Village, which is developed and published by Capcom for the Switch. And Resident Evil Village Winter's Expansion, I guess an the expansion pack, developed and published by Capcom for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series XX, Stadium, and PC, that's coming out Friday the 28th. And that is all the games.
0: All right. Whew. Whew. That uh, was a mouthful today. Yeah, it was. Hey, yeah, I'm like, okay, like you need to take a knee. <laughs> like, uh. Uh. <laughs> all right, so I do have some news. Okay, all right, I did. Uh, I do have. Um, I do have some follow up on some of the Bayonetta controversy that we were talking about last week. Right, just to let you know. Um, for those people who need the refresher, because maybe you did not see last week's. I also did not do the worst finales. I think we're going to fall by the (laughs) wayside. I get a feeling. No one's going to care. If you care, send Ed an email at ed at (laughs) wordsweekgeeks.com. All right. So uh, there's four football true story biopics that were full of crap. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) National theater at home. That's totally for me. Okay, Ed. Let's start with this one. This is sad news. Uh. G4 shuts down after layoffs, high profile talent departures. All right. All right. So, Ed, remember back when? Like less than a year ago? How excited we were G4 was on its way back? Yes. It's dead now. (laughs) It's gone. I don't think it's ever coming back. Yeah. Uh, After mass layoffs less than a year after its return, Comcast's video game centric television and online network G4 is shutting down, according to a report from Deadline citing an internal email from Comcast Spectacore CEO, Dave Scott. Uh, Here's a quote. Over the past several months, we worked hard to generate interest in G4, but viewership is low and the network has not achieved sustainable financial results, he wrote. This is certainly not what we hoped for, and as a result, we have made the very difficult decision to discontinue G4's operations effective immediately. This was back in October 16th, by the way. Uh-huh. While G4 struggled throughout 2022, the, shutoff itself, the shutdown itself was sudden. The Washington Post viewed uh, another email sent Sunday from G4 head Joe Marsh to employees that informed staff that G4's Los Angeles facility would be closed until October 18th, and that all streams were postponed. But that email did not mention the network shutdown. Um, additionally, former G4 employees who requested anonymity Due to the signing of a non-disclosure agreement, told the Post that staff were locked out of internal communication services like Slack and Google Drive without immediate explanation. The key, that This came after Crew from, uh, quote, Arena, the show produced as part of a crucial deal with WWE, quit last week, according to ex-employees. Uh, G4's Comcast attempt at reviving a network from the early 20- 2000s that imagined what television, video game coverage, and entertainment could look like years before the content creators on YouTube and Twitch began amassing millions of viewers. Despite repeated attempts at bringing said creators into the fold, shows such as Name Your Price, which were hosted by Twitch stars like Austin Show, who is not publicly developed his full name, by the way, um, for whatever reason, the network never found its footing when competing against individual influences, influencers, who themselves were inspired by G4's original 2002-2014 iteration. Expenditures for guest talents appear to have played a role in the closure. According to multiple G4 employees interviewed by The Post, some high-profile creators demanded day rates of 25 dollars to $30,000 when invited to appear as guests on G4. Wow. Uh, several events press, uh, preceded G4's d- demise. The nosedive that Accumulated Sunday began when then-president Russell Ahrens uh, excited G, exited, exited G4 at the end of August. In September, G4 laid off more than 20 crew members, many of whom worked on shows like Video Game Review and commentary flagship X-Play. Uh, a week later, Tokatu reported that one of the revived G4's most pr- prominent faces, X-Play's host Indiana Forescreen Black, was no longer with the network. Later that same month, Kevin Pereira, one of the biggest names to come out of the original run of geek culture variety program Attack of the Show, also hosted the reboot, also departed. So even he wasn't there at the time. Uh, On Sunday's memo, Scott expressed his regrets. I know this is disappointing news and I'm disappointed too, he wrote. I want to thank you and everyone on the G4 team for the hard work and commitment to the network. Um, Full disclosure, Ed, never once watched a goddamn thing they did. I did Um, I, 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 a part of me wants to say, um, time finding it was difficult for me. And then because it was in a streaming platform, it was hard for me to be like, oh, I'm going to watch it on YouTube. You watch YouTube way more than I do. Actually, I
1: watched it more on Pluto than anywhere else. Oh, see, I didn't even know it was on Pluto. It was on Twitch. It was on Pluto. It was on a YouTube. But YouTube, it was like very basic kind of thing. Like they would actually like run it live here and there. Uh, and then they would ha- they would do like basically you would like go through their channel, like their YouTube channel to find episodes. But then even then, like they weren't like – I don't think they wanted to keep it on YouTube because they don't want everybody to go to YouTube as their source for G4. Right. So they kind of like exit that out. But, like, some of the stuff, like, not everything was there because they had, like, this uh, something, Dirt League or something like that. It's this comedy thing. And I actually saw them on Facebook, like, years ago. Right. And it's, a, it's like, I think an Australian comedy group. And they're not – they're funny. They're not – Right, They're right. Not But I don't know if I would watch a half hour or an hour of their show because right. it, it was the same skits kind of over and over again. Gotcha. You know, like the Gotcha. They, they were just – they were not as many because it was, like, a, about a – like, almost like a Best Buy version of a a store, and, like, it was, like dealing oh, with, okay. with customers. I, I remember
0: that. I remember seeing episodes of that. Yeah. Like not or, or
1: or they would have a video game and they'd be knights and stuff like that. Right, like, you right. know, okay. like the guy would come up, and get armor, and then they would give a woman armor to be like a chainmail brawl. Yeah, right, it's like right, the right. comedy, you know, get it's the it.
0: comedy that they were doing. Right. Yeah, you
1: know, and you know, and, and they could, I, think it's, I think it's been around for years, so it's not like it was nothing new and fresh, right. you know, like they of things you got when yeah, people kind of seen this somewhere. I think I think Problem with G Four is the fact is is that like they didn't have, they they should have made an app for it. They should have made it like a separate entity on like a Roku or or or, maybe, or, yeah. or a thing. Okay. You know, I would have subscribed. I would have paid like five hours a month, maybe less, maybe like three right. hours a month or something like that. Right. Um, okay. Uh. And got and got their got their kind of money that way through the through right. app subscriptions. The only reason why is because it's just like like the amount of people that are are like G Four was. I think a, an attempt. To kind of bring back some of the masses, going all right. The video game or the tech crowd is leaving Comcast. Let's bring them back by bringing G four back. We shouldn't have got. We shouldn't have defunct it. But it's like a little too late now. Everybody's going like that. The world has changed.
0: Streamers are now taking over. Right. In fact, you just made me click on a thing. Like, why not have an app like and you pay five, let's say ten bucks a month, right? But in that 10-month, you have access to all the old Attack of the Shows. Right. All the old X-plays. Right. Like, <clears throat> if you had, like, a library of, like, I mean, I don't know if they own that property. But, like, if you got all the rights to that stuff, like, Olivia Ma- Amun, I'm sure, probably would have signed off on some of the stuff. Right. Like her years at Attack of the Show. Allison Hayslip. Robbie I mean, I feel like if you if they got a little something, something for re-airing all those old episodes and you were, like, clicking on it going... Hey, we have a new version of Attack of the Show. But if you like the old version, here, click here, and here's a list of all the seasons that happen. Like um, when you watch like, HBO Max and you want to watch Game of Thrones, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. You just go, oh, okay, here's season one of Attack of the Show to go back to 2002. Like while it might not be like hip for new crowds the old crowd though if I knew that there was like you know 130 episodes of Attack of the Show that I liked you know or whatever and it cost me 10 bucks a month to try to get through it and maybe have like hey not only that but remember the time we did the 24 hours at Comic Con yeah like here's all that stuff like if they just threw all their content into an app like you said and charge people 10 bucks a month that might have been a better deal I might have been like oh you know what here's the spot where I can watch all that shit again I gotta pay ten bucks a month. Fine, five bucks a month if it's you know limited commercials or whatever, you know, or ten bucks commercial free. Right, I would have been like, oh, you know what? That's actually not bad. Let me, I'll you got my ten bucks, and then at that Point, I'd be like, oh, it's ten bucks. Who cares? Let me just keep going. And like, it's here's all the, all the content we have, all the X plays, all the attack of the shows, all the specials that we did at E three and Comic Con. Right, you know, like all those. It would have been way here's the interviews that we did all, all over the course of the years. Like here's when, remember back when we first introduced Iron Man to the world. Here's that again. Like they were part of the Marvel train before everybody else was.
1: Right. And and saying, like 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 some of the stuff like some of the stuff was hard to watch. Like watching X Play again wasn't the same. Adam Seser was not really a part of it. Right. He would have reviews. It was almost like you sitting at home because he had headphones right, and a mic right, right. and he would talk and he would do the snarky comments and that was half the reason why you watched it it wasn't because you were reviewing this game and it like right you Who were cares? it was the humor it was the humor that you were getting from him you know type of thing and it was it was always fun to watch him do this you know type of right. thing and it was always good to see him so you got when you don't have that anymore or you don't have that anymore did that one indiana girl you, you mentioned there was a thing that like she thought she might have derailed the sh- the this, the whole thing. The blind, the blonde, yeah, with all the tattoos, because she, she, like nobody was saying anything type thing. I, I guess she got a lot of negative criticisms. There was but, a, I, but I, I, she was like. <laughs> She's like, you know, basically like attacking sexism in terms of, you know, we had like the days of like where there was a good look, there was a, a, a geeky host and the, the 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 good looking female with a with a Morgan Webb and, right. and Olivia Munn and and like uh, uh, Allison Hayslip and so on, like type of thing. That, you know, it's like
0: uh, her name's Frost, I think. Um, I don't. Know, it's you know, Let's see if I can get to it. Um, here you go, Frost G4 meltdown. Oh, yeah.
3: So much more important than Red Dead Online. Sexism in gaming. In joining G4, Woo!
1: Okay. Yes! This is not where I thought we were going, know. But you I'm here.
0: I have I'm no here. idea. I'm listening. Yeah. Right. G4- so, right now, she has just had a platform and she just derailed it right. by having this make this comment. Where
3: I was ecstatic to be part of something that I grew up watching as a child. But every time G4 is brought up in various channels, even in this YouTube channel, we have the chat in front of us. I can see you without a doubt. There will be backlash because I'm not as bangable as the previous host. It's somehow... Talk to him, Frost! It has somehow been expected that you can talk about how much you jerked off to women as a compliment. It's not a compliment. It's weird! It's dehumanizing, and it's weird. Women do not exist to be nice on the eyes for you. Morgan Webb, Olivia Munn, did not exist to be nice on the
1: eyes for you.
0: (laughs) In fairness, Olivia Munn was fucking hysterical. Right, that's why I liked her. Right, you know? so
1: so was so was so was uh, Morgan Webb. I mean, yeah, they were they, funny. They, they were funny girls. They were. They were I would call
0: at the time they were called the unicorns, beautiful women who were funny and gamers. They were hard to come by. Right. Now more days, more girls or women are accepted as gamers. And her rant, while it is needed, and while it is productive and while it was however uncalled for like what I and what I mean by uncalled for is like no one she felt like she needed to voice her opinion which she does have that right to voice right, her opinion. Right. However, I feel like a lot of people at that moment are now cringing going why is she doing this now? If she felt this way, we would have given her like her own half hour talk show. We could have done something with this. Right. Instead, she might and a lot of people were now officially turned off. I saw that rant and I'm like I mean and I'm like you know what she is probably 100% correct because let's face it dudes were scumbags we were, they're keyboard warriors the moment that they're behind a keyboard they can go oh do, do, and they can say whatever they want right. and think it has no effect when it does it does it, words do hurt right you know however people are like you know like it's it, here it is like frost meltdown somebody even like ultra HD like it's just people would say that this is, is, is this was part of the problem was that her, you know, here it is. Like Frost is hurting G Four's reputation again. This is from Melanie Mac uh, a month ago, so it was even, it was right there. And now, Melanie, I'll be honest. She's Melanie actually used to work for GameStop. Uh-huh. She used to be on GameStop TV. She would do reviews and, and stuff. And she basically, um, they just no one renewed their contracts. Like they they went in a different direction. So all the little people that they had, like Twitch streamers and YouTubers. Right. She was part of that crowd. I noticed that she's gone a little bit more far leaning closer to the left lately than, you know, I, I thought. Right. But again, when you see her on, like, a three-minute video at GameStop, she's perceiving it to be an image. When she's away from that, this is who she is. Right. You know, so she has uh, her opinion. I'm, I'm sure... Okay, I'm just kind of curious. Uh, I don't care about severe weather. Uh, 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 the point being is I feel like... Let's see if I can skip ads. I mean, of the doubt than i've already tried it's at this point that it's just
3: a complete lost cause and i have to accept the fact that there is no benefit of the doubt to be given i like to think of people who have different opinions as me as just simply that having a different opinion and trying to let stuff go and to understand that i don't have to agree with somebody uh, to respect them and that has been my stance with g4's Frost. Uh, she's somebody that you know i looked up to in the industry when i saw her first host hosting stuff for league of legends and being as versed as she was in the esports scene and the esports side of things i thought hey this is awesome like she actually knows her stuff she's confident and she did great i was really i, I followed her right when i saw her on that um and i and i still follow her but anyway so whenever she went on that tangent on g4 attacking the male viewer base calling gamers sexist and all that stuff i tried to just give her the benefit of the doubt i tried to say hey this isn't a nefarious thing that's how she feels. I can disagree with her, but she's you know. still, you know, I, I still don't want to um, lose respect for her. I'm just going to hope that was a misstep and just a being out of touch type moment of not understanding the actual climate of things or just somebody simply having a different opinion than me, which I'm able to be okay with that. But now, after today's just utter disrespect for um, coworkers, it's really changed a lot of my I if people
1: turn. People turned on her during the shit. Like the the people, I don't, I don't think the co-hosts did right, but people Bill, Blair Herder, who is the one of the vice presidents of G Four, basically they they made they, they they took people that were still available, like kind of thing, and they were like, "Oh, you need a job, you know, blah blah." You were, you ran this place, you know how it ran, blah blah blah. They kind right. of like. Did that thing? It, it, see, to me, the problem is, is that like he supported her, and which is great. That's that's what you right. really want to do as a boss, you know, have that boss. Right? You want to?
0: You? It's no, nice knowing that your boss has your back on something that you might say or do.
1: But you, if you, you don't have the right support, like you, like it's great to have Blair Herder support in this and have a stance on this, but you have the old suits of Comcast's support on this. That's where the right. problem is because they're the ones paying you. They're the ones that are generating right. the money, right. getting the commercials, getting the advertisers, getting all that kind of stuff. You guys are creating the content to, that goes right. out on there.
0: Right, but we're the ones signing the check that led you to fly out to here and then do this and right. do that. It, it, one might argue she bit the hand that fed her. Mm-hmm. You know? And again, like, look, <clears throat> I do believe that guys are sexist pigs. I mean, as a male member of this that club as well – know when I was younger, I might have put my foot in my mouth multiple times. I still do it sometimes. You know, and I understand that. And I understand that, like, you know, like there are women, women aren't objects and they're not to be done like that, you know, and then that women gamers are half the gamers in the world are, ga- are you know, women and right. they have a place as a gamer yeah. and as a no, content yeah, right. pro- yep. provider. Yeah. So the ba- if you don't like that person, guess what? You don't have to watch their streams. You don't have to support them. You know, and you, but you, one thing you shouldn't have to do is you shouldn't have to go online and be like, Oh, yeah, Shane is appreciate as bangable as fucking Morgan Webb or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, Pete, that's going to come at you. You need to know and be aware of that when you're a face and people are going to... In today's world where trolls are a thing, because back then, back in the old days of G4... There wasn't a lot of online trolls mm-hmm. cuz it was still internet was still kind of young. Yeah. You know, nowadays everyone's got an opinion and it's, you know, buttfucker47 <laughs> is like, I don't think she's pretty at all. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, okay, well you're entitled to that opinion, sir, but apparently, you know, <laughs> But fucker 47. <laughs> uh, is the first thing that pops into my head. Sorry. You know. <laughs> no, you know, you have
1: a you – you, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. And the thing is, is like like she does have a valid point and I, I think yeah. – I just think that sometimes when you're a personality, TV personality, because how many people have like going like, you know, like even like to like our, our local TV, like, oh, they're gay or, you know, like right. like some homophobic slurs or something right. like that or some racial slurs or some religious slurs, are our thing – but they're not going to be like – they're not going to sit there in the news and go, you know, buttfucker 47 called me this, blah, blah, right. blah, you know, in this day and age that we should be up – you know, you, sh- you shouldn't be up so uptight t- about this kind of crap. You know, I go yeah. to the news and you're going, yeah, there's a time and place, like I think it's just like, right. you know, like right. you make saw, sure
0: – Yeah, if you saw something and you were very upset about that, you have a right to voice your opinion. You have a right to put a stop to it. However, there is a time and a place mm. and a, an avenue. You could have went to your boss and said, Hey, I've been really upset about the backlash that I've seen online about me and about my fellow female workers. I would like to have a forum to do that. Maybe give me like a, you know, it's everything's on YouTube now. Put me, Give me a soapbox. I'll stand on it. I will complain. I will bitch. I will say like, hey, you fuckers are t- disrespecting us. And maybe that would have gotten maybe a better view or, mm-hmm. or, or more of a like hey we here at G4 support this and we you know like, we back this up now instead of having some guy going yeah yeah like, it's like kind of guessing her up there was three people on the sofa mm-hmm. her included and uh, Adam Sessler was on a TV on the screen yeah. and you can see him clapping but you don't hear him I, there wasn't a lot of maybe because of COVID I don't know there didn't seem to be like a lot of thunderous applause in the, in the studio it felt like there was that moment where everyone just went. Ooh. Yeah,
1: it's the same that you you could feel the deflate in the room. Like right. that's the that's a thing. And like, the guys
0: like, I wasn't expecting this is where we're going. But, like, but I'm okay I, with it. I, like yeah. he's like, I'm not gonna be that guy here. Right. You know, I'm like I'm not gonna be like, hey, I think this is the time and place because I if I step on your words, then I look like another white cis male trying to keep a woman down. Right. So now I have to be like. I didn't know this was going, but all right, go ahead. I now just lost control of the show. Yeah. You know, I just now lost control of everything. You're going to have this rant, a three- or four-minute rant, and you're going to have the person next to you being like, yeah, like maybe like supporting her, but you're kind of being like a little overly supportive of her. You're like, yeah, this is right. Yeah, you tell them. You go for like your gaslighting her and like right. You know, and you're just making her go, and then now everybody in the audience is going, Oh, I hope someone's recording this because this is a complete meltdown. The internet now is going to double down on you, right? Like you have to kind of. That's why, like in time and place and and motive, because because it's the internet and they've already got you. They've pushed every single button to have you have a meltdown on air in live. I'm assuming because yeah. clearly if they could have edited it out,
2: right.
0: instead they didn't, and here it is now. Those people that have now known they got under your skin. They're now going to take that, and now they're going to double down going, we got her. Now we're never letting up. Right. Instead of just taking it as a grain of salt or, or finding a better format or form to be able to express this opinion, which is right and valid. I want to stress that. Right. Time and place is always key. Right. Right. You because know, if not, then you got these animals that be like, "Oh, we got her! Let's go get her!" They're going to pile on and they're going to double down, and it's going to make the show effective that way.
1: And I, I think you will agree with this: is the fact is, is that G four was sinking as as it right. was before this happened. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like. All of a sudden, this is what made the whole thing implode. No. But they were sinking slowly, like right, like they right, were taking on more, more, more every day. Right, and they got to figure out a way to get out of it. This just pretty much just punched a hole in the ship, and this right. made it go really go now, down farther. One
0: right, it could have been a catalyst because maybe her meltdown is from pressure from the studio, like hey, we're, we're fucking sinking here, and everybody knows it, and no one knows how to right that ship. Yeah, and all of a sudden. It's the camel that broke the straw's back, and next thing you know, she's taking an axe to a, a sinking rowboat going, uh, what the fuck? Like, she's now having this meltdown from all the pressure around her. Maybe, maybe not. Right. We're not there. She was really, there was no pressure. Everyone thought it was a great show. I just had enough of this bullshit. And, again, rightly so. Right. However, if you're dealing with a company that may be already on rocky waters right now, the last thing you want to do is add a ton of weight to help that boat sink. Like you know, because now you're gonna now you're insulting your viewership, because now they're just gonna you know they're just gonna double down. There's there's no positive outcome of this Mm -hmm. because of what you've done. You've now created this backlash, and people are going like, you know what? Go woke, go broke. You know, I'm now not gonna watch it. And now here's a perfect example that people can point to, and, and on a platform of yes, they were maybe they were having trouble. They could have written wrote it out. However, this one person. And this rant about woke culture and about this, she's the catalyst now of that left right, that left way of thinking of, you know, go woke, go broke. Here's the, You're now the poster child to that. Mm-hmm. Had you have gone and said not said anything at that moment, let the show play out, then go to your bosses, have a legitimate complaint, or go into your own social media and voice your opinion about that. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, you know what, I'm not going to bring my show down. I'm going to, you know, if I get in trouble, it's because it's on my own platform and mm. I'm going to say my own opinion rather than hijacking the show that you're already on and then having all these viewers go, oh, I can't watch this anymore. This, I'm done. Right. You know, that's kind of, I feel like that's what.
1: Because they, 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 after that rant, they drop thousands upon thousands of daily of, right. of viewers right. losing, losing them and it's a shame you know like I said because I was watching it I wasn't watching it religious because that's like I remember back like that's like when I was first married like got Comcast and all of a sudden right. I found G4 and I was like holy crap and I was like every night I was watching from like 7 to uh-huh. 11 yep. like every yeah, night because it was like yeah Attack of the Show you had uh-huh. X-Play you had Cheat you had uh, uh, there was other shows like the, the list or something like that, right? And like, and,
0: and, and and it would loop at it late at night. Right. It'd be like okay, and then all of a sudden they did cheaters. I was like, oh, I like this show. This show is kind of funny. But then you know, then it started this backslide of like okay, well we don't have a lot of original programming, so now we're going to do you know, be, uh, cops. You know, and then it. But that at that point, I think the show was already bought by Esquire. You know, because there was a moment where
1: well, they they even had like campus PD. It was like a right. cops. It was a right. college, and then like they, like they they for a while because they did the uh, uh, it was the uh, there was a lot of Japanese game shows yes. that they were doing right, and that's kind of like where, if where it wasn't
0: for that it wasn't for G four you wouldn't have American Ninja
1: yeah American Ninja Warrior right. I, like 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 that's where it started because uh-huh. it, was, it was Ninja Warrior and then they brought they they ended up. Talking to I think them uh-huh. going can we get some Americans to, to perform there? Right. We'll we'll figure out the best, and they would have these competitions. Right, so like not even close. And now like like NBC's going fuck, we'll take over and right. and, and make a show out of this. Now it's this conglomerate, and you're going yeah because of G four that happened.
0: Yeah, I mean Olivia Munn isn't a full blown actress thanks to G four. Right, Kevin Pereira, while he might not be like uber famous, but he is still. A respected individual in that industry, like I said, every time I went to a conference for GameStop, he was there live in person, shilling for for Nintendo. Now, granted, I know it's a paid gig, and Nintendo was paying him to be there, mm-hmm. but he was entertaining. And as a G four lover, I'm like, "That's my boy, Kev." Remember, I brought that extra yeah. that extra green thing cause yeah. of the slime, and I'm like, "It, it it's like those are like moments." I'm going, that, "That's my boy. I love Kev." Yeah, you know, like he's funny. In person, on stage, you know, so I was like a, I'm like, yeah, can't we do the conference? Hope Kevin's there this year. Like, I, he like never knows my name or anything like that. I don't expect him to be like, oh, my God, my friend Sean's here. I've never walked up and went, hey, buddy, how you doing? Because I never, I don't, we, he doesn't interact with people. It's always on stage. He might interact with people, uh, you know, like do the crowd work. Mm. But he's never like, I'm going to be sitting here signing stuff later in the show. Like, you know, like, there's none of that. Mm. But I still feel like, oh, if I go to conferences, he's going to be there. Like, right. you know, I was like, at least I know Kevin's getting like working gigs because like, I know no G4, but there was a little bit of G4 in front of me live going, God, he's still fucking great. Like, right. you know, he's still funny. He's still sharp. He still did the wacky videos with Nintendo. It was just, it was fun. Mm. You know, and Adam, I always liked Adam. I like his reviews. Morgan did her thing. Allison Hayslip, she actually wound up becoming an actress. I saw her on like a couple episodes of CSI. Meh. Like, I'm like, what? Not CSI, NCIS. Okay. She played like a pilot. She didn't survive the, uh, you know, the episode. But you know what? She's in that episode. <laughs> you no, know? I, you know, this girl from Jersey that I seen on G four is now a full blown actress. Right. You know, talking to Mark Harmon. You know, as she's our death scene. I'm going. How is Aesop just had a death scene? How fucking weird is that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> or when I see Olivia Munn being an elite actress, I'm going. I watched you jump, break your arm, you know, dislocate your shoulder, you know, on TV once. Like, <laughs> like I remember. The, I remember from you were in a French outfit, pie, jumping into a pie. You and Kevin both in French maid outfits, and Kevin did it because he didn't want you feeling so uncomfortable that he did it. I liked Olivia Munn so much that she actually wrote an autobiography that I bought and read. Wow! You know, it's like I'm a I'm a, a diehard Munn fan for way back, and I'm just like. Uh, g4 did that to me like yeah. you know i was like i admired her and i looked up to her and then like it's you know i knew that i was excited that she might have some maybe some things with the new season the new show and the mm. new station obviously she never did because it didn't even last a year ed it hasn't even been a year and now g4 is now dead probably partly because of viewership maybe not having a real good platform and maybe because of something like that meltdown Right. Like maybe it's it a, was a combination. It, a it really combination. was. You're looking at like a bunch of. She didn't bring the station down alone. Now there will be a bunch of people that will put the blame on her because you need a face for a failure. Yeah. And she's probably she might be. She's going to be the easy scapegoat. Right. Yeah. You know. So unfortunately, Ed Poor went out for her homies at G4. Yeah. You know. Sorry, Ed. All right. So let's go to something completely different, Ed. Okay. Bill Shatner. <laughs> yes. Good old Captain Kirk apparently had a pitch for Star Trek V's, uh, which gave the film a completely different ending. Oh, really? Have you heard about this? No. What happened? All right. Well, this is from comic book you know, movies, whatever, .com. um, William Shatner, the man behind the original Captain Kirk, says his original idea for Star Trek V was, to, was too controversial, even for his co-stars. They all looked at him and went, Bill, you're out of your fucking mind. (laughs) Great movies are built upon great ideas. However, rarely does a film initial concept last unscathed through the rigorous Hollywood production machine as the project gets churned from the concept to production and finally delivery. When it came to the production of Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, controversy dogged production from the very beginning including Captain Kirk, actor William Shatner's story pitch that got the ball rolling.
2: Mm. Okay,
0: By the time Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry had moved on from being the creative lead for the franchise he built, the heart of its creative drive was maintained by the cast, especially that of Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner. Nimoy has been behind the camera from previous two films, with the latter being 1986's uh, green-themed Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home. Uh, But when it came time for the film's highly anticipated follow-up, Shatner approached Paramount Pictures with his idea. Uh, So, (laughs) my original pitch involved going down the river Styx and meeting God, but then finding the devil, he said. (laughs) Shatner wanted to send the Enterprise crew to the end of existence to, quote, rescue one of their own that has been taken. Shannon has spoken before about taking some inspiration from the 1980s televangelist scandals, but he also said the idea was to delve deeper into the broader topics of religion and spirituality, and how easily people can be led astray. Very quickly he, he learned the studio and some members of the cast, like Nimoy, were not on board with this controversial idea, but by the time the movie had rolled into production, major changes have been made. Uh, Shatner wanted his turn behind the camera to make Star Trek feature and was now behind the lens after assuming directorial debuts from his fellow co-star Nimoy. The original Mr. Spock has humped previous two installments of the franchise to much acclaim. But instead of meeting spiritual iterations with the broader concepts of God and the devil, God in Star Trek V ended up being a false prophet, preying on the faith of believers for his own gain and to escape from prompting one of the film's (laughs) most memorable lines from Captain himself, What does God want with a spaceship? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Excuse me. Why does God want a spaceship? (laughs) uh, Uh, The original Captain Kirk still likes the concept. He first pitched that the possibilities of the story could have been provided by exploring the bigger concepts of the universe, creation, God, and the choices people make. Uh, Star Trek continues marching past its 30th anniversary. uh, Societal attitudes have changed doing a big franchise film on controversial topics like religion could probably work and be welcomed by today's audience if handled well. It always comes down to quality, put put in effort, and reward with the project. Uh, Shatner's comments come at a time when he's still busy forging new path of exploration and adventure for himself as he moves deeper into his 90s. Spirituality is still top of his mind as his work shows in the show The Unexplained and the up, uh, UAPX documentary continues to put his name out front of controversial topics like UFOs to help reach broader audience. So, I, and there's no like, I guess <laughs> Star Trek, space, not even space, Hell and Back, Ed. They would have, they would have met the devil.
1: Star Trek, Hell and Back.
0: You know, I
1: mean, is it. They've done everything else. Why?
0: <laughs> sure, I mean, maybe at that point, you're like, what the fuck is there? And we we haven't even gotten to which is six, the undiscovered country. <laughs> You know, it could have been Star Trek V to hell and back. <laughs> like, Star Trek V, Kirk's Inferno. Like, you know, just just something really wacky and bizarre. And why does God need a spaceship? Excuse me. Oh, why does God need a spaceship? I want my pain. I need my pain. <laughs> oh, Loken who smiles. <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, you have that, Ed. Um, let's see. I
1: don't know. But I mean, it made it better? But it would have,
0: would have... I don't know. Like, I mean, it's one of those mysteries of, like, how would you have done how... how okay? Like, maybe? I don't know. Maybe back then? I don't know. I mean, it, it was the, it's the odd number Star Trek, so it would have been bad either way. <laughs> those people don't know. If you watched all the Star Trek movies, you'll find... That every, all the even ones are good. Uh-huh. All the odd ones are bad—not bad, but they're just not as good as the previous one. Like number one, Snorfest. Number two, phenomenal. Right. You know, you get con. <laughs> you know, you get some great lines. Three, kind of boring. Right. Four, they go back in time to get some whales. You know, you're like awesome. Five, God in a spaceship. What? Six. Klingon blows up, right. you, know? <laughs> you know. The, the, the planet where Klingons, Klingon, is yeah. dying or something. Yeah, like after planet blows up, it's got a Christian Slater cameo in it. <laughs> 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 you know, and then all of a sudden it's uh, after seven. That's it's, what yeah, seventh generation. generations. Genera- right? So then you bring in the, the new crowd. Mm. Good movie. You know, you kill off Kirk. Spoilers. Then after that one, there was no no it was, that was a bad one not a lot of people didn't like that one because then they followed it with first contact they go back in time right you know <laughs> and then insurrection not so good you know? <laughs> Just, I'm telling you watch every other Star Trek movie and you'll be fine you'll never <clears throat> Um, am seeing if I can find I have a what do you call it um, let's see if I can find the audio clip because I feel like this is uh, 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 the opportune uh, uh, moment to play it <laughs> Hold on, I feel
1: feel this is. We should play an audio clip.
0: Hold on, let's see. Here we go.
2: We got it. I don't
1: know. No?
0: Yeah. Hey, Batman! You stink so bad, I can smell you from here. (laughs) Pew! (laughs) Pew!
1: Pew! Pew! (laughs) Justice is served hot, Batman.
0: You're gonna melt just like a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, That's a joke, right? Batman finally told a joke. Oh, 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 <laughs> just for that, Batman. Service with a smile. Batman! You wouldn't let me fry, would you? <laughs> the hell is. Okay, Ed. You're like. Why are you <laughs> playing that clip, Sean? I was, we're still talking about Star Trek. No, we're talking about this, my next article. <laughs> okay? okay? <laughs> there, I wanted to lead into that because you're like, what? That's, okay, clearly that's the Joker. Yeah. Do you recognize the voice? I
1: think it's Mark Hamill. I want to say it's Mark Hamill, but I don't think it is Mark Hamill.
0: It is not Mark Hamill, right. it is Tim Curry. Oh. For those people who do not know, Tim Curry was originally signed on to bleed the jo- be the Joker in the Batman. The, dan- bleed? <laughs> blee, these nose <laughs> bleeds? These bleeds? These bleeds right here? Sorry. Rarely <laughs> <laughs> really, really do I get derailed. <laughs> um, so, so, Tim Curry was signed on to be the voice of the Joker mm-hmm. in the Batman, the animated series. They didn't like what he was doing, so they got Mark Hamill.
2: Right.
0: Mark Hamill apparently did a variation of what Tim Curry was doing, and apparently they liked that way better. Right. Uh, so it's basically Tim Curry's lost Joker performance restored to bat to a Batman animated clip. There's an actually that clip was, you know, someone overdubbed his voice ah, where okay. Mark Hamill was. Right. So it's like a video clip where you can kind of see. It's uh, I think it's the. Merry Christmas Batman I think <laughs> Merry Christmas Batman episode yeah. um, so it's uh, 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 before Mark Hamill played a Joker in Batman the animated series Tim Curry was cast in the role recently recorded dialogue by the actor has surfaced uh, Batman the animated series regarded one of the best Batman projects ever created by Warner Brothers and as one of the crowning achievements of their animated DC offerings the 90s show saw Mark Hamill taking on the long term role of Joker but he was not the original actor to bring life the iconic villain as the Rocky Horror Picture Show Tim Curry's was hired to part before being replaced by Hamill. <laughs> Although Curry was never heard as the voice of Joker, the beloved actor did record dialogue for the show and was recently released as part of a documentary. Wow! One of the fans has taken that dialogue and edited it into the footage from the show to give an idea exactly what Curry could have brought to the Batman party, posting to Twitter... Munson Burner wrote, In a recent documentary with Batman the Animated Series, they released some of Tim Curry's Joker recording before he was replaced by Mark Hamill. I cleaned it up, enhanced the audio recording a bit while trying to sync it up with better footage. And that's the footage that I was playing that you could hear him speak Mm. over. Mm. Uh, Since Batman the Animated Series originally aired, there had been many other iterations of Gotham's crown, crown prince including Heath Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix, Jared Leto and the live action versions of um, created in live version John DiMaggio, Alan Tudyk, Kevin Conroy and more delivering the voice of over performances uh, where Tim Curry could have sat in the pathion of Joker actors somewhere knowing that we truly never know so Kevin Conroy did a version of Joker I, no, I didn't oh, know that oh, uh-huh. uh, that's weird uh-huh. uh, oh. uh-huh. and then they go on to talk about you know Although Tim Curry's uh, time as Joker was never realized, there's been obviously plenty of other versions that have enjoyed him over the years, as Curry himself has had, has had many iconic roles in, to, that has, are in his own and have secured his place in the Hollywood history. All in all, the loss of Curry in Batman the Animated Series ended up delivering some w- delivering the world Mark Hamill in a role that has become well, as well-known for as Luke Skywalker. Like, he's gotten known for two things. Right. Luke Skywalker and the voice of Joker. Which is, you know, let's, let's face it, if you gotta be if you gotta go if you add two things to Basically your resume, doing, yeah. or the two really good ones. Uh, excuse me, sir. Um What well, what do you got? Weren't
1: you the trickster in the flash?
0: <laughs> Why, yes I was. But you know what? The trickster, ironically enough, was just a variation of that. and Mark would have a, a five to ten minute story about how he got to the trickster. He would. Yeah. But ultimately you go, you look yeah, I was Luke Skywalker, and I'm the voice of the J- Joker of the anim- in the '90s of the animated series. you have just been like, "Do you need any more?" Nah. I mean, that's just like, "Hey, look, here's here's uh, hold on, let me just pull this out just a little bit and just a tip, Zzz, Luke Skywalker." Hold on, hold on, <laughs> Joker. <laughs> <laughs> step back, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how big this thing's gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that I'm like, oh, you actually get to hear. I never heard how he was sound.
1: Right. I heard like, I, th- I, th- I thought at one point he said they, they said the audio was like un unlistenable. Uh, un- right.
0: right And that's why the guy's like, I went back and I cleaned it up. Uh, like we had that technology. Yeah. Maybe people are like, hey, let's not, let's just say we can't fix it up because I'm going to be honest, it's kind of crap. <laughs> 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 I like Tim Curry. You know, I like his acting, and I like where I'm like, "eh, that wasn't really good." As the Joker, I'm just not hearing it, and I'm not feeling it. So I can understand why somebody was like, "burn the audio," Right. you know, like, right. like, no, no, make it sound like make it make sure that it sound doesn't sound good because we're gonna replace him. I and mean, let's face it, he was also the voice of Captain Hook in the Peter Pan cartoon. Mm. You know, um, I mean, um, Curry, Curry, Tim Curry is just an icon. Right. And sometimes you get good roles. Sometimes you make poor decisions. His choice of the Joker sounded way better as Pennywise, the yeah. clown, than yeah. he would have as Joker. Like, you know, because clearly I can hear Pennywise in there. I'm going, hey, hey, how you doing there, boy? We all float down here. Right. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I, see, I see where you're going with that. That would have been his iteration for Joker at the same time. Right. You know, so I'm like, all right. I thought that was interesting. And yeah, it was. It was. That was interesting was it
1: was it Ed was it, was it, was it no not really <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no it was because I'm like because when you're playing the audio I'm like first I'm thinking well like what's stuff to do with Star Trek then I'm like alright and then I'm thinking well that doesn't really sound like Mark Mark Hamill but it kind of does in a way you know and you're going is there somebody doing an impression or like you know like and it's just like that's almost spot on a Mark Hamill like I, <laughs> right and you're like oh it was Tim Curry you're like oh, oh
0: like oh that's fascinating. Yeah, like, okay, well, that's interesting. I don't know. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right, Ed, last week we brought in a news article that <laughs> made us go down a well. Uh, Harrison Ford.
1: <laughs> Those who do not know uh, and didn't listen to last week's show, Harrison Ford is going to play
0: Thunderbolt Ross. Thaddeus Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross. Ross. Now, at the time, there was no hard advocate because you gave me the article, but it came from a guy who posted in the Disney forum. Yeah. And he's like, this is what I've heard because they just had a D23 and Harrison Ford was nowhere to be found. Right. So it's like, it made no sense. We joked about it on the show. I joked about it on the show. We had okay. some good laughs. Yep. I, believe, I believe we had some really good laughs. However, Ed... Joke was on me the very next day. <laughs> Sometimes I think the show does this on purpose. <laughs> or I used to think that we would talk about a subject and, like, the next day or two, it would surface on like major news media. Right. Now, I do not think that we are egotistical enough. I don't, I'm not egotistical enough going, that person must listen to the show. You're like, I jokefully think that way. <laughs> but I also know <laughs> there, the was fact a, there was a
1: summer we were doing this. And um, on Sci-Fi Network, oh God, uh, fuck! The guy who played Wesley Crusher in uh, Star Trek, Will Wheaton, Wheaton, had a show that was a weekly show, and we would record the show on Sunday, right? Right, and he would go out there. He would do a show, I think, on Wednesdays or Thursdays. Our episode was already out. Some of the stuff that he covered. On that show, week after week, was our news articles that we picked that would go on that would go on, and you're going and you're going. He's got to be listening to our show. There's some of the jokes that we we even like brought, brought up, up was in there, and you're going. There's no way it's not
0: that somebody on there has got to listen to us. Because at that point too, we were also on auto um what do you call it. Um, we were on uh, Aquanet Radio. Yeah, yeah, right. So, um, and which was internet radio. So it's quite possible that somebody on the West Coast could have been listening to our show going, oh my God, that's fucking funny. But let's be honest. There is no way in God's green earth that that happened. Right. If... If that happened, I mean, that's awesome. It was just a coincidence. It was, it was just a coincidence. Quick.
1: But there were times we in my head, I'm going, "We're that fucking good."
0: That, you know, like <laughs> that you know, the Will Wheaton.
1: Sh- yeah, sh- the crusher stealing our, our shit? shit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, there's no
0: way, you know, <laughs> right? Because we're we we're, we're very small fish in a very big pot. Yeah. We, I mean, for God's sakes, I mean, if Will Wheaton was ripping off our stuff, we would have gotten a cease and desist for the Batman Beyond intro theme that we played for the last decade yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think about that there's yeah. no way Mark, with someone at warner brothers is going you know what they're using that fucking song but god damn that show's good let him have it right there's no right. way. you know we don't we, use it anymore we don't really there's no let him have it <laughs> will ween's going oh, that's good well, i'm write that down so i'm gonna put it on my show there's no way that's because it
1: also got canceled, too. So,
0: but that's, that's, <laughs> our, that's our argument. Right, so, apparently, our best jokes were his worst jokes. That's why he got
1: canceled.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> the person's like, Will Wheaton's going in all this. Gun. God damn it, those stupid fucking jokes that you've been writing down that I haven't taken for that. What's that show? Schmeeksters? <laughs> <laughs> Schmeeksters. It's, it's Geeksters. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> No, shut up, dude! (laughs) Like I'm telling me, look at me, my bearded face, my my my, um, how dare you? Those jokes suck. Now we're canceled, and it's your fault because you had to listen to two nerds. (laughs) If I want good jokes, I'll talk to my friend Seth Green. He's a genius. (laughs) Have you seen Robot Chicken? Why didn't we come up with that idea? (laughs) Fucking guy plays with dolls all day long and is a billionaire. (laughs) I get shut up Wesley Ween memes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. There's four lights. I get it. Ha ha ha. (laughs) I say no respect. I like Will Weed. I'm not even like but I was like, yeah, there was that time we're going, oh my god that's too freaky and it still happens every once in a while like we'll bring up an article and then there'll either be somebody else talking about that same exact article or it pops up way more than it should have on a news feed and I'm like how the fuck did they know that like we record the show and then like we post the show and all of a sudden I see a bunch of articles about what we talked about and I'm like that's just weird. Maybe we're just just slightly ahead of pop culture, just a little bit.
1: We are we are so far behind. <laughs> we're the we're the. I can't even say it. Cause I can't I can't <laughs> even
0: not the caboose of pop culture. Well, we're like great. people already moved on to something else. We're like, hey, didn't Tim Curry used to do the one to do the voice of Batman the animated series? Yeah, yeah, we heard that like years ago.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, getting Anyway, so go back <laughs> to the news article. Uh, so, last week, I made a bunch of jokes about Harrison Ford being Thaddeus. I'm always angry. Yes, this, is, this is a secret. I'm, I'm a Red Hulk. I'm Red Hulk, and I broke my hip. alright <sighs> <laughs> So apparently this is from Variety, Ed, so you know it's legit. Harrison Ford joins Marvel's Captain America's New World Order as Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, replacing replacing William Hurt. <sighs> the legendary actor will step in as Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, replacing the late William Hurt in 2024's Captain America: New World Order starring Anthony Mackie. The fourth Captain America film follows the events of the 2021 Disney Plus series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, That show's head writer, Malcolm Spellman, wrote the screenplay with Falcon and the Winter Soldier's uh, staff writer, Dallin Mawson and Julius Ona is directing, who did uh, Loose the Cloverfield Paradox. Uh, It does not appear, however, that Ford is set to star in the Thunderbolts, Marvel's anti-hero team-up film that is scheduled to immediately follow Captain America 4. I feel like that, again, is a, uh, okay, well, it does not appear, however. Not yet, because you didn't know what they were fucking doing. They, you had to replace Thaddeus. You had to pick, you know, Red Hulk. You had to you had to change who you're going to get to Thaddeus. You got Harrison Ford. Fucking throw him in Thunderbolts. Get him while you can. He's right. 80 fucking four, isn't he? I don't leave him out, really? <laughs> I
1: need to know that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How old is Harrison Ford? <laughs> so anyway, it does not appear. And he's Marvel anti-hero. That's, so, Hurt first played Ross in Marvel's second feature film, The Incredible Hulk, as U.S. German Army, who's instrumental in transforming scientist Bruce 80 Batman. years old. You're he's right. 80 years old. Yeah. Okay. He I said just, 84. Just, just to he lie. just turned 80. Yeah. The man is 80 years old. And you're going <laughs> to... I'm Red Hope now. <laughs> uh, don't get me angry. You get me angry. <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. I get angry. I yeah, get my friend Shuey ripped the arms off of bender. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess it's uh, it's been verified that Harrison Ford's. Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I, I just... <laughs> you don't you know, see it? It's not that I don't see it, and that's fine. If I didn't know as much as I know about Harrison for the person, mm-hmm. how grumpy he is lately, right? I just, I'm like, I mean, maybe he's perfect as a goof role for, th- for Thunderbolt Ross, you know, the angry general. Like, yeah, it's great. But every time I mean let I me mean, let's face it he's Indiana Jones he is Han solo he is Wo- lieutenant Decker from you know he's he is an icon in science fiction movies and he every once every time he's like I'm I'm Han Solo kill me off I want to be killed off right I think it's gonna be great Indiana Jones I should have died in that last movie like I and you're like he keeps on kicking like they keep finding ways to pull him back in. Right.
1: <coughs> they had enough zeros on that paycheck to go. Okay,
0: I'll do it. You know. Like, I mean, I guess because most of the time he's like, I don't really think about it. It's just a job. And you're like, first you got we call it Robert Redford as an agent of Hydra. Right. You know. and You got Glenn Close as a kind of basically a walk on part in Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Then you get Helen Mirren as a god in Sa- we call Suzam. Now you got Harrison Ford being grumpy old Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross to be like, I don't like you, Hulk. Get off my gamma radiation. <laughs> you know,
1: like <laughs> I, 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 I it's, I'm having a hard. I really am. I'm having a hard time putting this together. Like putting these right. two pieces together. Harrison Ford, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, as the same person. You're going. I, I just don't see it. Uh, I'm gonna need to see a trailer. Or I'm gonna need to see him. In it. I,
0: I need some. I need some action. Now he maybe he doesn't turn into the Hulk. Maybe he doesn't turn into the Red Hulk. Maybe they they never go that path. But you know somebody is. Right. Somebody in a writing room going, well, come on if we have to have Thaddeus Ross, we gotta have him turn into the Red Hulk. We gotta have that accident that turns him into the Red Hulk. You know, I mean William Hurt might have been up for it because William Hurt uh, Harrison. We got who? <laughs> Harrison Ford. I mean, that's a great get. I can't now. I'm nervous about writing the role, and now, but now I'm second guessing this Red Hulk thing. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, Kevin Feige walking. No, no, we're keeping the Red Hulk. What? <laughs> trust me. Okay, Kevin, we trust. Sure. I mean, whatever. It's right there on top of the door frame. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> he painted it up there. <laughs> You know, big giant Marvel, you know, writers room, and just says, "In Kev, we trust." You know, <laughs> I mean, that's what if you really look close in all that Disney money, that's what it says. <laughs> You're like, okay, we got Harrison Ford to be Thunderbolt Ross. It's like, all right. At this point, like, I'm like, okay, well, where's Liv Tyler? Shouldn't she be back in this fold at mm. some point? Because, I mean, she. If you're going to keep Ed Norton's Bruce in, now it's, you know, we call it Mark Ruffalo's Hulk, then all the players are still the same. That means, you know, Betty Ross is still a part of this and Liv Tyler should be somewhere in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Somewhere. Not just one movie. I'm surprised they haven't pulled her back in. With all the multiverse shit that they've done, I'm surprised they have not tapped her on the door and went... You want Philip coming back? She's like, fuck you. I got Lord of the Rings buddy <laughs> 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 You want me to speak Elvish? Because that's what I'm doing now. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> and, you know, they're like, oh, my God. She can just drop. She still to this day can speak Elvish. Yeah. Like, the whole language. Yeah. Like, say it. Say it, Come on. Just do it. And she says it with this sultry, sulky, silky voice. And you're like, and then you should be like, but, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, she doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. She's going to recite the whole Th- Lord of the Rings trilogy, all the books, in d- dwarfish. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, and
0: since we've gone to Marvel, yeah. let's go back to DC for a second, because we went to DC, now Marvel, and back to DC. All right. Okay. This is from NBC News. Uh, and This was... Uh, October 17th, so a mere week ago, not even a week ago. Mm -hmm. Ezra Miller pleads not guilty to burglary charges, faces up to 26 years in prison. (laughs) How are you going to run that one, Flash? (laughs) How are you going to run that one out? Um, (laughs) Ezra Miller appears by Zoom for a court hearing in Hawaii. There you go. On April 19th, he was there, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the flash star Ezra Miller pleaded not guilty to Berkeley charges in a Vermont court Monday morning. Miller, who's charged with burglary into an occupied home uh, and petite larceny <laughs> petite, petite uh, larceny I guess that's, I guess that's the technical phrase faces up to 26 years of prison if convicted on both charges. It's tiny larceny. It's a petite. Um, Miller appeared in Bennington Superior Court virtually with their lawyer. Uh, the actor is accused of breaking into a resident in Stanford, uh, Stanford, Vermont, on May 1st. After investigating at that time, Vermont State Police had discovered several missing bottles of alcohol from the property while the homeowners were not present. After collecting statements and reviewing surveillance footage, police charged Miller with felony burglary. Uh, the petite larceny charge states that stolen items were less than $900 in total value. The felony burglary charge has a maximum of 25 years in prison and a $1,000 maximum fine. Uh, The larceny charge is a maximum of one year and a similar $1,000 fine. Miller also agreed to not have any contact with the homeowner or return to the residence. Uh. So it's like, hey, you know what? The petty larceny charges. The felony burglary, you're going to get a maximum of 25 years, but it's only a $1,000 fine. That petty larceny? it's one a maximum of one year in jail and a similar $1,000 fine he'll probably get that All right they'll probably they'll probably work at a deal a plea deal where he's not gonna do 25 years but he may me maybe he'll do like a year good behavior six months right. three months you know he'll get ripped and be like I'm ready for you know fight Albus Dumbledore and right. you know Fantastic Beasts Tickle Me Almo." <laughs> 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 And I should sit there in more of a, of a oh, tickle me, Elmo." <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think his career is done.
1: I'm gonna say that now. Um, you know, uh, you you kind of go in... what do you do at this point? You know,
0: I mean, what's what's really sad is the fact that Warner Brothers is still going forward with the Flash movie, but they shove the background movie. Yeah, you know, it's the you know, I just I don't get it. I just don't understand why they would make that move, like. <sighs> I mean, I believe that he he if they prove that he committed a crime, he should do the you know the penalty. He should not get off because of his stature, uh, you know. Um, but they're going to make a it's it, it'll be a shit show either way. Right? Because if he does get you know, because there's probably people. Ultimately, what I really would like to see happen is Ezra get the help that they need. Mm. You know, like if they are suffering from whatever you know mental disorder that maybe might need help with some therapy and they get the right doctors and the right medications and they can you know find their way through that murky muddled head of his mm-hmm. theirs um then maybe you know maybe there's maybe there is um sunshine oh that's right it's the right. pronoun, thing. pronoun yeah, It's pronoun are. yeah they he they are they them right uh so i feel like maybe there's a, a silver lining in this cloud I just don't see it I think that right now everyone's going with the shakeups that's happening at Warner Brothers with Disco- with Discovery you know that merger how they've killed off some really good pro- properties they're clearly going into the lean of like we're not doing any Warner Brothers TV shows we're not doing any DC TV shows we're going to go all movies but then you we're going to new regime here's Black Adam and you're like okay well Black Adam isn't bad but if that's is he the flagpole? Because if he's the flagpole, mm, you gotta—you might want to work on that, right? You because know, yeah. I don't—I don't. I mean, I like The Rock. I like The Wayne. I think he's a fine actor. I think he does great in, uh, action adventure movies. I enjoyed Black Adam. I just don't feel like you can, you know, put a universe on that, the shoulders of Black Adam. Right. I just don't. He would probably think he can do, it. and he probably will try to be able to do whatever he can do because that's who he is as a person, and he will try to make it the get the most money out of everything that he puts his, his seven bucks production into. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I'm like, I don't know if you can have like um, a new DC universe built on the back of Black Adam. I just can't. I just, I just don't. I mean, how are you? You know, are you going to throw in Pattinson's Batman? Is he in this universe, or is it completely separate? Because you bring in what's his face, that that is associated with a particular era of DC movies. Mm. You go, okay, well, where are you going with this, there, buddy? Because there's a lot riding on this. Because now you got new people taking over; other people have left. I should have brought the you know the we call it Fisher comment on the the president of Warner Brothers now stepping down. Right. Of course, you know, Say <clears throat> anything along those that regime, you have to have Ray Fisher pipe up for, you know, no one asked him for. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, something happened to Warner Brothers, but people that I that I don't, and you haven't heard about, you haven't heard from me at all. But guess what? I still think this. And everyone's like, do you have any actual real evidence about this? <laughs> no, but here's this. Right. You know, like, okay, whatever. You know, <clears throat> I'm just like, okay, well, I feel like Ray Fisher killed his career. You know i don't see him popping up i mean he's gonna be popping up in that um zach snyder sci-fi like star wars ripoff that it's zach snyder's like doing his version of star wars for netflix right ray is gonna be a part of that i'm like that's great because of course he, cause he's been sucking you know he's been sucking that teat for a while like Ray's my you know zach snyder's my boy i'll do anything for him this 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 ah yeah sure i'll put you right. in the movie right you know? <laughs> He you talk, talk great about me, and I, I'm I'm I, right. know,
1: I'm I'm on the ends with with Warner Brothers and DC, and <laughs> I, right? Yeah. So I'm
0: going to go with Netflix, and I'm bringing you with me because clearly you're the only one that actually has got my back, about, right? For whatever reason. <laughs> 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 all right, so now, um, we talked about me watching all three Halloween movies. Yeah, there has been some backlash on the third movie. Okay, and again, this is one of those things where people. Some people think that they have this voice, and sometimes that voice does one thing and it's great. Other times, those voices are just yelled at the top of their lungs into a void and get nothing back in return. Right? Right. I feel this article is of the latter. Okay. okay? Michael Myers fans launch petition to change Hall- Halloween ends finale. <laughs> horror <laughs> fans launched a petition calling on Bloomhouse to fix halloween ends finale so that michael myers can receive a better end to this to his story um i'm going to try to make sure that there's not any um you know i'll read as i go but pull out any spoilers Um uh, michael myers fans have blasted the ending of halloween ends believing the horror icon did not deserve to be treated uh, in the way he did in the film and have launched a petition calling the Blumhouse to reshoot the 2020 film's controversial finale. <clears throat> a change.org petition, because, you know, you can just, I can create three right now, Ed. Right. Uh, titled Halloween Ends Reshoot has been created with the hopes that it will convince director David Gordon Green and the rest of Hollywood Ends cast and crew to rewrite and reshoot the film's ending so that Michael Myers can go out on a high note. <laughs> the uh, the the petition is go out on a high note. Really, the petition states Halloween Ends was capital, not a film that the fans wanted. Argues the petition, stating that the threequel was instead in, uh, um, uh, was instead an in, okay well I'm not gonna I'm gonna spoil that one. Um, and at the time of the right, well, okay, you yeah, know I can say it, argues the petition sl- stating that the threequel was instead an origin story for Rohan Campbell's Corey Cunningham. Um, I don't have, again, might not mean anything if you don't see any of the movies, so right. not really much for a spoiler, right? At the time of writing the petition, already had over amassed 5,600 signatures, which many seemingly agreeing that the fans, quote, deserve a movie worthy of Michael Myers and the Halloween franchise, uh, that will not leave them, quote, sad, mad, disappointed, and infuriated, or, f- or feature, quote, quote, a weak, pathetic Michael who needed his mask to survive. Yeah, you know that's not really much of a spoiler, but I always felt like if did you guys like see the same Halloween movies? I always felt like the mask is what you know it, it's the it's the mask that kind of you can't have Michael Myers without the mask, and can't have the, you can have but you can have the mask without Michael Myers, right? You know, um, and I feel like these people who are, who are like you did Michael dirty. Did you like all the movies? Like, like Halloween H2O, did you really like that? Halloween lit, you know, number five, number six. I mean, come on. The Curse of Michael Myers, I saw that piece of crap. Horrible. What What did you do back then? Oh, I know, you had fucking lived with it. Right. Now, because we live on this internet going, well, we fucking petitioned for, you know, Sonic to be changed, and they did it. Yay! We petitioned to have Zack Snyder's film to restore the Snyder cut. We did it. Yay! So we have the power to control everything. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> let me, let
1: me, let me back on that Zack Snyder one. I, Zack Snyder already had that, I think. they already,
0: He totally did. Yeah. But the people don't want to admit that.
1: Right, because it's like he, he had that, and HBO goes, fuck, well, we, we'll just put the shit on there to get our HBO Max series. Right, we'll give him off, some money. Right.
0: We'll, you know, but then we found out, too, in other articles that that movie didn't perform the way everyone would like it to have hoped. Right. Now, of course, that's people are going, oh, it's a smear campaign against Zack, blah, blah, blah. Is it? Because you guys have kind of gotten kind of quiet. Every time I see something in DC, it's always someone's like, hashtag, we Snyderverse, and then either someone laughs at it or they just get ignored. Right. They're like, why? That movie really wasn't as good as you you want it to be. Like, really, if you really like look at that movie, Zack Snyder's Justice League was meh at best, and <laughs> You really should pay more attention. Like you know, and again, I enjoyed it, but it really was an average movie that was just made longer. Right. You that's know? and
1: that's how I. That's how I was gonna put it. He's just like you. It was like it was the same movie. It didn't impact differently any way. It not
0: than the, what we got, and it was like it was a. It was just longer. But that it's was what like, it could have been. Ed, there's all these plans and all these things. It's like yeah, should have, could have, woulda. Right. You know, guess what? Didn't. It didn't.
1: It did not do what you wanted it to do. And it's not and you you can make it longer and it still will make it.
0: Right. Yeah. Like look, I you know, I mean I'm not saying it was a horrible movie. It was an okay movie. I thought that the you know, the first cut of it with all the extra stuff, I thought it was also a fine movie. Two two sides of the same coin.
1: Well, the, the the problem the problem is is that this is like position because then they did then they position like episode nine of, of Star Wars to be redone. I'm like, yeah, look where that went. You know? you know,
0: here's here's a couple other. They wanted all of season eight of Game of Thrones to be redone. Yes. Didn't happen. Right. Uh, there's petitions about having people removed from movies because they don't like them. Didn't happen. I mean, let's face it. Uh, the petition have Amber Heard. Removed from Aquaman two, maybe might have worked, but I think she did that to herself more than the people wanting to petition for that. Right, like you know, like people are like, oh, you know, Johnny Depp trying to get people trying to petition Johnny Depp to come back into the Pirates franchise. Yeah, you know, like, but again, they had a bunch of people petition to get him off that franchise. You know, it's just like it's he, a no-win scenario, right? It's a no-win, it's a k- Kobayashi Maru to coin a phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to Star Trek. Um. So yeah. So uh, here you go. Uh, so Danielle Harris, who starred in uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween and Halloween Two, she did star in. Excuse me, Halloween Four and Five. Like I feel like this person who wrote the article Lee free free tag is forgetting the fact that she was also the little girl in Halloween 4 and 5 you know um basically she heavily criticized Larry Strode's last stand against Michael Myers in the film um they just kind of threw Michael Myers in there and what seemed to me like to me I was mortified I almost couldn't look I was so traumatized by what was happening uh not the Michael Myers that we deserve it, this is not it mm-hmm. uh where are the kills where's Michael what the hell's going on um Halloween ends marks Curtis's seventh and final time playing Laurie Strode the role she originated in John Carpenter's 78 classic Halloween the actor played the character for almost 45 years I I need to I need to say enough's enough she has played Laurie Strode four times in Mm. 45 years that's once a decade Mm. if you want to stretch it out she has not spent her entire 45 years playing one character right like, it's like, oh, Harrison Ford has been, you know, Indiana Jones for X amount of years. It's like, she, he's been, you now, Harrison Ford can say, like, okay, I've played, you know, nine years out of my life, I played Han Solo. You know, I don't consider the time between episode six and episode nine, you know, or episode <laughs> seven, seven um, Harrison Ford's time as Han Solo. He's in the sequel. That's great, but I wouldn't say that all those years have passed that he's been nothing but Han Solo. Right. You know? <laughs> like Jamie Lee Curtis, for the play of the character, for almost 45 years, not the only character. She's repriced her role multiple times over the course right. of 45 years. It's not continuously. She's not in Rob Zombies. I just, just I'm like, people, come on, slow down. <laughs> like, like, look, Captain Kirk, William Shatner has played Captain Kirk for, I don't know, what, 50, 60 years now at this point. Yeah. You can almost yeah. say that that's accurate. <laughs> because you feel like he was – He and here's why. Because <laughs> you can say that's yeah. – ac- it's not accurate. You think about it. He was – what do you call it? Um, in Captain Kirk in the first three years of the show, yeah. right? Then a hiatus. But he's still in reruns. So uh-huh. technically, we were subjected to Captain Kirk – Throughout the seventies, through the uh, you know, through the sixties, seventies, the eighties, the the because then what happens is you know thanks to Star Wars, hey, everyone else is, what else we got that's you know space themed? We got Star Trek. Good print, perfect. Put it on the big screen. Right. You know, let's get these guys out of retirement. They ain't doing nothing. You know, Shatner de- didn't get T.J. Hooker until after that. <laughs> <laughs> You know Leonard Nimoy He's still st- uh, What the hell is he doing He's doing in search of For God's sakes He's in search of His going career <laughs> Call him Oh Oh DeForest Kelly What's he doing now Nothing that, Nothing <laughs> James Doohan What's he doing uh, Getting chubby apparently <laughs> You know Michelle <laughs> Nichols What's she doing uh, Nothing Walter Keon what's he doing nothing it wasn't until after Star Trek he goes into Babylon 5 yeah you know right Sulu what's he doing what, what do you call it oh um, uh, I can't think of his name oh my <laughs> uh, George Takei George Takei you know what's he doing during in the in the mid 70s nothing not a thing you know so let's call them all and get them all so like you got 1979 all right Boom, he's Kirk still. Because you know why? We've he was in all those reruns. So right now we got twenty years, ten years? Ten, okay, ten years, ten. okay. Decade. So then he goes to become Kirk for what? Throughout all those movies? Eighties.
1: Eighties. Eighty
0: two. I'm gonna say maybe close to you know, like uh eighty nine. Eighty nine, I think was the last time we played Captain Kirk.
1: I, I would I would say that's a fair assessment. You know, because I that's when, have to look that up. Because that's if, when
0: Generations, you know, maybe came out. Because I don't think he was Captain Kirk in the, the year two thousand. Like I, I feel like because uh, I mean he wasn't Generations, so technically, I mean, right? That's what I mean. That's that's why I think that's eighty nine or maybe ninety ninety one <laughs> Star Trek Generations. When was it 92? 94. 94. So now that is. Kirk for how many years uh, th- <laughs> six it was 60 uh, 67 I think it was you know 60 yeah,
1: 67 77 87, 87, 87 and
0: 97 about 30 27 years uh, I went 37 I went 37 <laughs> 60s the 70s the 80s to 94 it's you know
1: 27 years. 67 to 77 is 10. Uh-huh. 87 is 20. Uh-huh. At 70, that's 94. That's 27
0: years. Uh, okay. All right. 27 years. So for a, a quarter of a century. Yes. That's what he's known as. And I'm sure if you asked him right now, hey, you feel like being Kirk one last time, he'd be like, I'm in. Right. Um. You know. He was
1: supposed to like apparently like the first Star Trek reboot, like with uh, Chris Pine and all. Right, he was he, supposed to be in that too, so, right, but he didn't. They uh, uh J. J. Abrams does he does these weird scripts and all, and he didn't get it, and he's he declined. Right, he it.
0: just you know the only person that really got it was Nimoy. Going all right, fine, you yeah. know. And then he had a significant role in the in the the reboot. Could have been Shannor. Could have been both of them. How great would it have been to see old Spock and old Kirk together? Yeah. Just. You know, mo- a different universe. You know, it would have been kind of cool. You know, sitting around, maybe they own a bar. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they own a bar. <laughs> Wharf is their bouncer. You know, just something like, you know, Sp- Kirk just, you know, spit to, you know, tell me your story, lad. You know, <laughs> polishing the glasses while some hot shot young Christopher Pike, you know, Christopher Pike comes walking in. <laughs> Pine. Pine. Well yeah, but he's he, you know, there's there is Captain Pike. Oh, okay. If, if have you not seen any of the new shows, have you? No, I've not oh, seen any of the new shows. Strange New World. It's it's I mean, we're talking pew, weird shit going on in the Star Trek universe. Uh, weird. Weird. I mean they've they've animated Captain Janeway. Let me put it that way. <laughs> she's in the uh, what do you call it Um, I think that Prodigy yeah it's Prodigy right she's in that show as an animated character her voice I mean you know she's like come on guys in the lower decks is it the lower decks yeah Uh, I think they've reunited a couple of the other Star Trek characters I don't know. I've, 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 i you got the Picard show, yeah, I know. that basically brought everybody back together. The, the I kind of want to see
1: lower decks. It looks it looks kind of funny. I
0: think I've seen like a couple. of these I've seen the
1: shorts. They have like a Star Trek shorts. They right. were interesting. Like right. Some of those, or you know,
0: but no. All right. Moving <sighs> on. All right. So, um, let's see. Halloween marks. But ba. Uh, Curtis also appeared in 1981's Halloween two, Halloween H two O. Twenty years later. 2002, Halloween Resurrection, 2018's Legacy Sequel, Halloween, and 2021's Halloween Kills. So, there. But fans think that they can launch... Just let it go.
2: <laughs>
0: maybe maybe it was maybe too cerebral for you. Like maybe I do admit that the, the movie did lack a certain Michael Myers kind of feel to it because he was hardly in the movie. Spoiler. Right. You know... It did focus on another kid, you know, kind of, you know, his downfall, you might say. But right. ultimately, I'm like, in the end, there. It, it's called Halloween's Ends for a reason. You know, <laughs> I was, I'll be honest, spoilers, I was expecting for one last big scare, and I think that that would have been a great um, ending. Right. When we get off the air, I'll go, this how it ended. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right, so, this is the last article I got, Ed. Okay. Platinum Games issue statement on Bayonetta 3 voice actor controversy. Ah, okay. Um, last week we talked about how the actress who played the voice of Bayonetta had complained that she was offered four grand to reprise her role, and that this was after um, she they already made her offer. She said no, that's not enough. So they, she made a counter offer, and they they settled on the we'll do we'll give you four grand. She's like no. Then the voice actress, you know, so she's calling the boycott Bayonetta 3. Right. However, Platinum Games has finally broken in silence on the ugly Bayonetta 3 voice actor controversy that has been the height of the internet discourse in the past week. In a new statement posted on Twitter, the studio reaffirmed its solidarity with actor Jennifer Hale, who will will portray the gunslinger, the gunslinger. The Gun-Slinging Witch in the new sequel, which hits the shelves next week after years of anticipation. Uh, the incredibly straight statement, presented unemotionally and sparsely worded as if it had been passed through several legal departments, outlines Platinum's desire to continue forward with Hal as the new Bayonetta while thanking all those who have contributed to the franchise's past success, though choosing not to reference anybody by particular name. Okay. Uh, While the story itself hardly needs recalling, um, given that it's been this week's highest topic, but just in case people who have not been listening, Helena Taylor, the longtime voice of the sultry Demon Slayer, explained that she refused to portray the character in in the new sequel due to a, quote, insulting payoff of allegedly just $4,000. Taylor suggested that the dedicated uh, Bayonetta fanbase boycotted the new release and instead gave the money they would have spent To the game to charity of their choosing things however got messier however in the wake of a report by bloomberg's jason schreier who suggested that the figure quoted by taylor was false a report backed up but never officially confirmed by news outlet vgc's own sources these later reports state that taylor was offered four thousand dollars per session for an estimated total of four sessions Buttons, which would have been $16,000, by right. the way. Maybe not a lot to people. Right. Especially if you're... We did confer, though, that it was her only voiceover gig for as long as she can. Right. So maybe she might have deserved more than 16 Gs. Maybe she wasn't. Right. Uh, for... Um, but in response, asked for a six-figure payoff alongside post-release residuals. Ah, so she did ask. like She's like, that's insulting. I want this much. And post-release residuals on top of that. And they were like, who are you again? <laughs> <laughs> the voice of who? Sounds like the voice of the unemployment line. Who <laughs> are you, replaceable? Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Jennifer Hell? That's not me. I'm not Jennifer. No, no I believe you are. Call her on the phone. <laughs> um, Taylor has since... Called these reports an outright lie in an effort to, by the studio to, quote, save their ass and the game. Howe, speaking on Twitter, states that their NDA disallows them from commenting. That's, you know, that's her Jennifer How is like, I can't comment because I have right. a DNL. Uh, regardless of the truth of the falsities, it appears that Platinum Games has clearly made its decision and will go ahead with the launch of Bayonetta 3 with Jennifer Howe now as the voice of the iconic character for the foreseeable future. The whole debacle, whoever's right, has once again shown a light on the fragile and stable business of voice acting, blah, blah, blah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it was gonna be like, Hey, they were gonna pay me four grand. And they're like, Yeah, four grand per session, until you were like, No, I want six figures and residual checks.
1: Just saying, so say, so you like, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bottom I'm gonna bottom the six figures, it's gonna be hundred grand. Sure. To do this, you know, type of thing. So you're right. going, okay, so you get a hundred grand, and then the back end. I would have been like, i be like, all right, you know what? I'll do the four grand a session, but I went back end residuals, like you know, right. like you know, like type of thing. At least meet them like halfway. When you're going, I went both the high end because I am bayonetta, uh-huh. and and you know, you're going, yeah, you're replaceable. You're a voice, right? It's right. like if your face was the the like bayonetta, like they had it like
0: right, in- like you were computer animated, and right. you know, you were. The you were motion captured right, doing all this stuff, maybe they would have an argument, maybe she would have an argument that she's doing more work, therefore she gets more pay, right, you know they're not doing that, and like look,
1: I mean, don't get me wrong, man, my heart goes out to her because it's like you know, that's all you get is like you know it's a shame that you're getting right, that, that you kind were of getting
0: thing. sixteen gs and that was it and 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 then you were like, well, I want a hundred again, Let's low ball a hundred hundred grand, and I want residuals for the game, and they're like look Bayonetta 2 didn't make a lot of money yeah you know it took us almost uh, I don't know a decade <laughs> before we could have Bayonetta 3 and on top of that the only platform that would want that wanted the game Nintendo they made Bayonetta 1 no one wanted to get bayonetta 2 Nintendo's like we'll we'll, we'll give you the money however you got to make an exclusive which is why it's on the Wii U, and that Bayonetta now is a Nintendo-exclusive title. Right. It's hard, you know, so like, you're like, all right, and then now you come out with Bayonetta 3, it's only going to be available on the Switch, nowhere else at all, and by a small studio that didn't make a lot of money, clearly because it's owned now by Nintendo, and she goes, no, I want more money. Now, I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve it. Again, let's go back to... Right, right. I, she feels like she is the voice of Bayonetta, and up until that point, she was maybe they should have been a little bit nicer to her and they should have offered her a little bit more. But maybe the green-eyed monster of greed hit her in the back of the head and went, as for th- six figures. Right. <laughs> like, residual check. Right, <laughs> you know? like And and they were like, well, look, we can't do that. Or maybe it was like a flat fee. And then she's like, "Well, no, I want this. And they're like, well, we can't do that. But how about we do you four grand a session and that will get you you know, at least sixteen thousand if we do more. That's you know, it goes up from there. She's like, Nope. Six digits and a residual check. <laughs> and they're like, uh, we might not make that money. Like right. you're it's we're, a crapshoot on a game that's, you know, been decade a decade at least f- between games, while it has a fan base. That fan base It's not base,
1: a large fan base. It's not
0: Right. Like I know maybe like two people that are like really excited, but most people are like, they're making another Bayonetta game. Like okay. Like
1: well, seeing that now, now that brings up the interesting question: It's like, will this, will this drive those those game uh, sales up? Like, will now, like because of her, you know, calling out this out about her and what her problem is, will now be of sales three three go up or go down? Like now, like will they they kind of lose money almost, but are like they're not making money?
0: You know, right? Because now there are people who are now there might be people who are going to boycott the game because it's not her, All right? But um. While you were making that, I was looking up Jennifer Hale's um,
1: IMDb uh, or IM, yeah, voice, voiceover.
0: Right, because she has H uh, A L. She right away is the voiceover for Mass Effect. She's the female chef. Okay. You know, let's see if I can get her filmography, so to speak. She's she has four hundred and seventy-two items to her credit. All right. Okay. Uh, the other one didn't have that. She's in Overwatch 2. She's in Return to Monkey Island. She's in Metal Hellslinger. She's in Guild Wars, Star Trek, The Old Republic, Legacy of the Sith. Wow. Uh, Kid Cosmic, Looney Tunes Cartoons, Tots, Scooby Doo, Guess Who. Two episodes. She's in No More Heroes 3. She's in Witcher, The Nightmare of the Wolf as a voice. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, she's the voice of Rivet. She's wow. Commander Shepard, May O'Connell, Destiny uh, Ascension Navigator, Normandy Six Refugee. She's a bunch of voices in Mass Effect. Wow. She's a voice of the proprietor in Love, Death, and Robots. You know, and she's a voice in two episodes of Curious George. Like this woman has been, she is the voice of Lieutenant Durga slash the dog. I like, guess two voices in Star Trek Lower Decks. She's the voice of Maria Hill in the Marvel's Avengers ga- video game. Wow. So, like, you're looking at... She's the voice of Pepper Potts in the Iron Man VR game. <laughs> like, you're just kind of, like, looking at him going, all right, 10 episodes of LEGO City Adventures, four episodes of Star Wars Resistance. She's Valak, or a TIE pilot number two. Um, yeah, I'm like, you, she's Ma Kent in The Death and Return of Superman. Wow. <laughs> you're right, you're like... Like this is a woman who's you know like
1: yeah so Helena needs more, like a better agent looks like sounds like to me like you know she's you know she needs an agent to do more if she wants to do more voiceover work right because that's the thing like like it's a shame and it's 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 like you know like like I know a lot of actors or voiceover actors that we know now that like you know I never knew their names right you knew you knew their talent but you didn't know their names right
0: Nolan North would never have been I never would have known who Nolan North was if it wasn't for the Marvel fighting games because he's the voice of Deadpool. But he's also the voice of Nathan Drake. Right. It's like, oh, okay. You get to see him in the in the Uncharted movie as a cameo. He's the guy they walk up on the beach and he's holding the drinks. He's like, oh, that's funny, that happened to me once. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, all right. Uh, he's also like, he's done, uh, he's also in the movie, the TV show Con Man, you know, where the, it's Alan Tudyk and Nathan Fillion where Alan Tudyk is from a failed sci-fi move TV show, right. and he goes to Comic Cons. Yeah, you know, and he's best friends with the guy who got the career, which is played by Nathan Fillion. <laughs> like it, it's, and it's funny. Nolan North is like his friend who does video game voiceover work, and he's always in a motion capture suit. <laughs>
1: yeah, but that's it. That like saying that like. Like, <laughs> like it seems, sounds like the the Natasha, right? I'm,
0: I'm gonna look. So we got 472 voiceover work. Right? Helena, I'm
1: sorry, is should I gotta like maybe like you know a a a voice uh, uh, agent or something like that to get to our jobs? Because it's just like you know, it's a shame. Uh, it's just you 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 know. I mean, it's it's a tough business to crack into. I mean, I, I you know sometimes I think about it, I'm like, oh, I'd love to, but I'm like, I don't have a voice that's going to be like, yeah, that's 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 definitely a hero or a villain, right. right?
0: You know, uh, just like no, Helena Taylor twenty four things to her credit. Wow. So Jennifer Hale's got way like to what two hundred times more, yeah, you know, like four hundred times more. more, right? You know, like voiceover work, and, and and for whatever reason. Bad agent, bad choices. Maybe you have stand. I'm gonna say standard. Standard sounds like Jennifer does, and right. but maybe you pick roles that are might be more like substantial and meteor. While Jennifer's like, you got a voice, I can do five of them right now. Give me a paycheck because right. that's how when we listen to that um, voice, um, you get paid per voice. So the more voices you can do, the more valuable you become to that production team. Right? So they save money, but you also get a little bit more money because even though they might not. You are this lead character, but they still need three voices for the crowd work. And I can do three voices real quick. What do you, what do you need me to say? Eh, uh, uh. Perfect. Here's an extra two, 300 bucks. Right. You know, so, and then because she does that, she gets a reputation of not even able to be a good worker and be able to, you know, provide other avenues of voice work. She becomes more valuable and more profitable and more. Right. I mean, more work comes in.
1: This Selena Tal- Taylor, right? Taylor. Yep. Yeah.
0: Helena Taylor is known for Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2.
1: But the thing is with the, with her, it just it just makes it more difficult now like will other voice uh, agencies use her, you know, like that's the Right, thing like
0: is- does she become hard to work with? Right. You know, like are you going to let her know that like oh maybe I mean, she
1: maybe not. And then all of a sudden like she this stuff right. comes up, you're going, I don't know if I want to work with that because if we don't offer her what she thinks she's worth,
0: Right, like, how do I know that she's not going to try to throw us under the bus? Right. Like, or say that she feels like she earns more because she's the voice of this character now. Right. Like, some people are like, yeah, I'm the voice of this character. Like, you might not, like, we know the name Tara Strong. Mm -hmm. Okay, because of the work that she's done. But we also know that she's not the original voice of Harley Quinn. Right. You know, she's taken on the role. She's also the, but when you get that name and you go, oh, my God, Tara Strong, she's Really good. She's the voice of Harley. What else does she do? She's the voice of Raven. She's the voice of Bubbles. She's the voice of this. Hey, remember that kid role that you as a boy? That's her too. You're like, right. she's Twilight Sparkle. You're going, what? Like her list of voice work is long right. and impressive. Right. You know, Liam Neeson Cox-Eye's l- line of like, <laughs> you know, voiceover work. <laughs> you know it's just you know she's an icon in the industry because of all the work that she does you know so you're like okay like she's a a name that if she's attached to a product project you go oh i might be interested in that right you know because she's got the 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 long list jennifer Hale, i know her from all the mass effects when i knew her i was like that name sounds familiar and then co-workers like yeah she was this 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 and this and i'm like Oh, she was. And I go, oh, my God, she's been in a lot of video games that I've played. You
1: know, Mm -hmm.
0: no wonder why that name looks familiar. Because I, unlike other people, I do watch all the end credits of my video games when I'm done them. (laughs) I do like to give, like, it's like, you like how you like to stay at the end of a movie? Yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm out. I don't care. I just feel like that way about video games. I guess I'm like, you know, hey, yeah, let me stretch. Yeah, you... Run that list. Maybe because every once in a while there is always, like, a trophy that pops up or there's always, like, a a thing at the end. Right. You know, I'm like, I'll just let it ride, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah, sure, it's probably longer than a movie, but it's all right. I can go downstairs, make myself a sandwich, come back up, give myself a drink, and it'll still be going. (laughs) So, yeah, I found that it's like, (sighs) that being said, I I have no plans on playing Bayonetta 3 okay I just you know <laughs> I know it's coming out I I have the ability to maybe take it home maybe borrow it I don't know maybe I might get lucky and GameStop might go here's a copy a digital copy because <laughs> right. you know we got nothing else doing there's controversy if you've heard
1: you know? <laughs> see if we can chat this up a little bit more
0: yeah I know you know what it's funny I heard this stupid news article on this stupid show that I heard called Geeksters uh, they were talking about it and we figured you know, let's give it to them like you listen to Geeksters that's me <laughs> oh really well you're fired <laughs> I was like why why 'Cause you're talking about your job on your show. That's a you know, conflict of interest or you know, you sign these these things, you know, etiquette. Online etiquette, Sean. You've taken that and you've thrown it completely out the window. Who the fuck do you guys think are? Warner Brothers? Like if Warner Brothers ain't coming at us for the song, you ain't gonna do shit to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this week on Nerd News This week on Richard
0: <laughs> <Rizzer> got fired <laughs> Local idiot gets fired from job <laughs> Next show Ed You just do understand man I've been on a three day bender I'm free of the shackles of my job man oh, Fuck the working class I know I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be a full time streamer <laughs> that's how I'm glad to do you see this face his face is made for twitch <laughs> Turn to my discord <laughs> Maybe <me>, tiktok <laughs> I <love my> twitch <laughs> I don't <laughs> think you're twitch level <laughs> just <laughs> yet you see this face is made for tiktok <laughs> I'm just gonna watch he go like everybody I'm gonna do tiktok right now he goes <laughs> Woo, Geekster's here. woo shot. Follow my TED Talk. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about the healing properties of whiskey. <laughs> Tune in for the next article of Famous Drugs for 500, Alex. <laughs> That's right. You understand. I don't need nothing. I don't need the no job. I people will be paying my wages. And I is. I I'm gonna become. I just need that blue jack. Give me the blue check. This is. I am so sad. So I just want my job back. I know I hate it, but I need it. I got some bills to pay. This face is great for radio, just not TikTok. I can just just wear a mask. I'll just wear a mask. Just... The mask gamer, I'm sure it's already out there too. <laughs> Sean's not an original idea. God damn it. There's no original idea. Sir. I'll be the junk gamer. Junk Gamer Mass Dude mm-hmm. That's my <laughs> as my sig handle. As TikTok famous? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh boy! Who oh. I should have had that chimichanga before it came in. Oh, Ooh, hey, let's get on with the show. <laughs> uh-huh. hey.
1: woo! I think you got something there, actually. What? I looked. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's around? there's there's, there's gay masks, but not mask gamer. <laughs> I think you got something here.
0: All right. I just googled game mask gamer on Twitch, or to nope nothing. Got a gay mask. <laughs> like, hey fellas, today no, we're- game, <laughs> ma- <laughs> right. game mask.
2: <laughs> okay, <man.
1: laughs>
0: Completely different hey! I mean, you could make it. Uh, I guess i could going to put the mask on. Hey, fellas! Uh. We're going to deep dive into Mario's pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I wish Pac Man would eat my ass like that. <laughs> God. Oh, I apologize. Uh, I just that just took a weird, weird turn. <laughs> it's time for me to go home. <laughs> go home, pet the dog, kiss my wife, go to bed. <laughs> kiss the dog, pet the wife. <laughs> Either way. So, uh, thanks for listening, folks. Guess what? You've been listening to Geeksters. <laughs> Surprise! Right, get the fuck out of here! No, really. weren't you guys that you know were the lead into the Will? will we go the Will Ferrell. <laughs> The Will Wheaton talk show. And, yeah, heard you guys applied all his jokes. <laughs> no! That son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn it, Wesley. Coming for you. <laughs> Super nice guy. Very woken.
1: We're going to become the Wesley Crushers.
0: <laughs> We're going to be the ready room. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, thanks for listening folks. Again, if you haven't gone to our Facebook page, what the hell are you waiting for? It's Geeksters Radio on Facebook. Give us a like, follow us. Or follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. That's right. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Or contact Ed. You know where? Geekstersradio.com dot <laughs> <laughs> no. com. No it's not. <laughs> no it's not you. <laughs> I didn't know it's not you idiot. It is actually Fucking 10
2: years. <laughs> 10 goddamn years.
0: It's Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. And I don't know. You know why? Because I broke my own rhythm. <laughs> that was the problem. I just, I'm just. i like, what's that? <sighs> <laughs> Geeksradio.com <just> <laughs> Quick Ed, grab that site. <laughs> grab that. See if we can get Sean at com. <laughs> No, no, seriously, though, folks. Seriously. You can kind of. Let's back up a little bit. Let's tell you, this. Ed's email address for the show is ed at wordswithgeeks.com.
1: Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And it's H-H-A... <laughs> oh! <laughs> Somebody's got tongue tied. S <laughs> H. Take three. It's SHAWN.
0: <laughs> Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, <laughs> though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Give them away. Hey, boom. Let's hear it for one take, Ed. <laughs> <laughs>